everybody. Welcome to episode 41 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I am your host, Michael Raparez. Joining me in the kitchen studio to talk about Vigigames are... Ann Lewis. And... Games Radar's Henry Gilbert. Oh, your Games Radar's Henry oh, Gilbert. Right, and... Uh, Chris Antista. I don't play video games. No, you don't. I am video games. You are. <laughs> you represent them. Video games, sorry. In court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the, the video Objection. game lawyer. <laughs> really? Objection. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? That's kind of your jam now, is it? isn't it? Is it because my dad's a lawyer? No, I didn't know your dad you're was a lawyer. Kind of repping a game about lawyers. Oh, that's true. Ace Attorney, y'all done missed out on your chance for free DLC. Oh, no! Luckily, there's an episode coming soon about a killer whale. <laughs> is it a whale that actually killed someone, and is it based on the whale that killed people in SeaWorld? Does uh, the whale take the stand? No comment on all of that, just because I don't we, really we remember what was said. We were just talking about Jabberjaw. Is no. it Jabberjaw? It is not he's Jabberjaw. A, he's a shark, It but. is not Jabberjaw. No, we would he, not do he that. He just painted himself black and white so he'd get some respect. <laughs> no, but there there will be a Ace Attorney Dual Destiny's case coming up where a whale is on trial. A killer whale. That's amazing. That's what we should have had a sound effect. I wish, I wish we You're had that You're trying to produce board. this show. There's a little spit juice all over my mic. <laughs> no, Mike would have been there if we weren't working with fucking Windows 8 and had yeah. no sound effects yeah. on there. I don't even have a competent soundboard anymore. Not yet. But at least we have a new laptop. We do. We do. We yeah, that's true. Speed. Anyway, this is kind of a big week for gaming, mm. considering Just a little. this in, uh, what, three days, four days after this podcast releases, we will have the PlayStation 4 and on store shelves. Finally, the next generation of consoles will have begun. Unless you're not American. Or a, or a diehard Wii U fan, mm-hmm. in which case it actually began last year and has been very disappointing so far, one would imagine. Actually, I'm waiting for the Nintendo to join Next Generation in about seven years when they launch their next uh. Oh, but they, they just announced that they're bringing uh, mini Wiis. Canada yes, had them, yeah. There's yeah, still so a market for double last gen. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Yeah. I don't understand. Now they're well, like, ah, well, now we've got smaller ones. America I read the theory small. was that that was because they were being confused. They were outselling the Wii U. Like, the Wii was still outselling the Wii U, so you got to get that Wii off the market to stop out. Well, that's just a theory. Who knows why Nintendo does yeah. anything. Anyway, so because we are undergoing a generational shift this week, which is a very uh, rare thing. The last one was like eight years ago. Yeah. We are kind of putting together a little tribute to the last generation of games. I'm sure this is bound to raise some hackles, so you'll have a chance to respond later. But for now, we are going to talk about the top five defining games mm. of this generation. Now, this is a tough topic. This we, There was a lot of discussion here. There was a lot of disagreement. And I want to make it clear right off the bat, this is not the best games, mm. because that would be ridiculous. This is not the must-have games. This is not even necessarily the most important games Mm -hmm. but it is five games that kind of set the tone and are immediately identifiable with this generation of consoles specifically Mm -hmm. Wii PS3 360 Uh, so does it it seem weird to anyone else that anything on the Nintendo 3DS or DS is like they live outside of generations yeah kind of well because the DS launched in 2004, and yeah. then the 3DS is 2011. It, it, but it has just, to do with timing and hardware that we table. don't consider it the same but, thing. Well, handhelds in general are kind of like on a different. Yeah, they're they're, they're sort of like. 
PCs. Like PCs aren't like they mm. they kind of keep parity with the mm-hmm. current console generation, and then they speed up. But mm. in general, the turnover is a little bit faster in terms of technology or slow. Well, whatever. I, it, it seems like the Nintendo handhelds have a longer life cycle than, until this generation. Well, yeah. But never mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to reel. I just thought that was weird. Mm, it is a little weird. Mm. Yeah. Number five. <laughs> Was this the... <laughs> Still going, was Chris. That the, was that the 100-pin bowl? <laughs> Probably. I, th- I think that's just the, the camera doing a replay of a strike. You wanna, you, people may want to crap on this game, but... They may, but... That 100-pin bowling wanted, thing was I awesome. I wanted to crap on this game. Yeah, th- this was also the subject of a lot of argument, which is part of the reason it's number five and not, say, three or one. Well, I think people don't want to admit how important, how yeah. much of a role this played. Wii Sports mm-hmm. was possibly the most important game in the Wii's library. I think it's almost single-handedly responsible for its massive mainstream success. Mm-hmm. It's the reason you had people like Katie Couric and Al Roker covering it on national news programs. It's the reason why there was a glut of Me Too yeah. Wii Sports games. Yeah, and, and you I don't... mean, you, you may not see it as a defining uh, game, but the thing is, it's like this set the template for motion control. Mm-hmm. As you pointed out, Henry... Uh, when Microsoft and Sony both introduced their own motion control, they immediately came out with with sports compilations. They had to, well, and it was blank sports. Yes. Like yeah. it was even just to make it clear to the consumer. Sports party, yeah. connect sports. But none of them were ever as good. Move, like Wii yeah. no. Wii Sports was they great just, for its simplicity. It has its charm, and I will. The golf game is mm-hmm. a good golf game. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's still weirdly fun. Like mm-hmm. even though the graphics are. Well, actually, Wii, the graphics hold up relatively they're, well. They're well, yeah, because simple it's just they are. Super cartoony and simple. Yeah. Also, it's, because of the un the uncharacteristic like to the market now choice of having a pack in that made mm-hmm. it made the Wii a the Wii Sports machine. Like Isn't people bought tip? it to play Wii Sports. They just yeah. saw how cool it was, so they're like, "Oh, this is the Wii Sports thing." Okay, I'll buy that. Whatever it is, Isn't I'll just it buy. Technically, it. the best selling game of all time. Well, oh, it console? came with every system. If you count okay. the ones, well, uh, it, up to about 2010, it came with yeah. every system in America. Plus, in Japan, in Japan it, sold, it sold crazy like 10 outside million box. copies. Yeah. Well, there was a funny story I read about that. That in in Japan, it was a separate purchase, mm-hmm. and in America, Nintendo was planning on doing that too, mm-hmm. and that we play it was going to be the pack-in. And the people uh, in Nintendo America who were Wii which and most people did. Well, we play did sell a ton because it yeah, had because another it, controller. Yeah, it came with the second controller at a time when second controllers were like impossible yeah. to find. But it still sold like over twenty million copies, mostly because of that. But still, but anyway, they were going to pack in we play and on Wii Sports and the uh, uh, ad people in Nintendo. They were saying like, "No, we've played Wii Sports. This is the one everybody's into. You pack this." You're being Nintendo was like Wii Sports is too good to give away. We got to sell it, and they said no. This sells the Wii. Do that. And how many people yeah. do you think out there bought no other games after mm. getting Wii? My Sports? mom, my oh, grandparents. No. <laughs> we uh, we fit trainer. She definitely bought that. Yeah, a lot of people. It, you, you that is why we fit sold so much. And same with and same with Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. They all bought that too. It was. It was the doorway into the home again that Nintendo needed. It shot Nintendo from third to first. And it also, like, what what would this generation have been like if the Wii had been a flop? Or never even happened? Yes. Like, it would have just been between Microsoft and Sony. Just you, you might even say Nintendo had a... 
on its hands. <laughs> I thought you were going to have a quote of someone calling it the revolution. You it's should produce thing. news packages. I should. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you, you may not... It's hard to really defend it now from a distance. If you distance yourself from it, it is an incredible story. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible comeback story Mm -hmm. for Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we we have to throw some love to the Wii. It was part of the last console generation. I think this, more than any other game, more than either of the Zeldas, more than Super Mario Galaxy, this defined the Wii. Mm -hmm. I think as much as we want to poke fun at it, and I really, really do. Like, as soon as I saw it on the list, I was just like, are you... Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Mm-hmm. We sport, but I mean, you, the more you think about it, the more it starts to make sense. You're it totally d- it right. defined the titles that the majority of the titles that came out afterwards which for one, that platform. Which one had boxing in it? Was it Wii Sports yeah. or Wii Sports? Yeah, Wii Sports. that was Wii Sports. Okay, that was exhausting. I fucking loved yeah. the Wii Sports boxing. Did you use the nunchuck for both arms? Oh yeah. yeah oh man. yeah. It was, oh, it's exhausting. I played the crap out of Wii Sports. Because there, there the was a little like. It, a lot of Wii games didn't mm-hmm. motion control games didn't require any skill but the box that first boxing game you had there's to, there is slight yeah. nuance to well, it well remember how many not people a lot, but some. not a lot but <laughs> some remember how many people loved Wii Tennis like they mm-hmm. loved Wii Tennis so much oh, yeah, I that then the crap out of that, too. that then like EA and uh, Activision like they made tennis games like they made tennis games for it just out of that I was thinking is it Tropic Thunder where like Matthew McConaughey is Ben Stiller's agent yeah, he's and they go back to his office. Pecker, that was his name. He's, he's playing Wii Tennis, mm-hmm. and now I don't know if that was a joke at the time, but it'll read like a different joke to all of us when we watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, like, I get what I you mean. What, now it's just dated. It's not. It's it's that too, but like I think you as a hardcore gamer would be like, what a fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> what a buffoon playing but, Wii Tennis. But yeah, Wii Sports is monolithic. I, I would say that also to give credit to the Wii, like my personal vote for game of the generation is Mario Galaxy. Like well, honestly, it, it uh, that game is fantastic. Yeah, but you could have played that game on 360 or PS3 yeah. conceivably. Like no, I don't, I don't think that's it really not true. The motion it control. used they used motion control great. They adapted it. There were so many levels where like. The one where you have to balance on top of the walking... Uh, you're walking on top of that ball. And I couldn't have the done one, that with a six-axis? Come on. They're, they're, the one thing I loved about it, but you could probably have done that with the button, was just the, the double jump, or the glide jump The waggle. wiggle to... I yeah. kind of love that. I love that effect, too. I miss it. I think it would be... Is it not in 3D World? I can neither confirm nor deny. You played it <laughs> in E3. Uh, well, it wasn't in the E3 build. Or in any of the previews that are no longer embargo that I played What at. about reviews? Almost got him. Almost got him. Who yeah. says I've even played it? Who Almost says it got him. even exists? <laughs> um, back on the topic of Hi, sports. I, I think, and we poked fun at this earlier saying, oh, you know, my grandparents. But I think that that's another mm-hmm. thing that makes this a defining game is that it wasn't... This game mm-hmm. sold fucking... Old people yeah. on the system. My grandparents bought a Wii so yeah. that they could play Wii Sports. My, my mom bought Fucking, her first video game console. Yeah, I mean, for her, this sold the entire uh, system. It is. And what I think will be interesting. I think this is going to be a weird console transition. Just it's, it just it, has. It, been. It's been so long. There are so many 360s and PS3s out there. There's so many games still coming out for that. The they systems need, are a little more expensive. But what if the Wii maybe maybe got people into games who never would have gotten into them otherwise? Well, people I think would you also make that case. I think, maybe, maybe I, it'll help the PS4. I think the opposite one. argument people would have is they came and then they left, and they or they died. I definitely think <laughs> that, I definitely kind of agree with that argument. 
they either came and then they're like, oh, these these are starting to get too complicated. You, this you know, dumb crap on my phone but makes sense to me. it was also a lot of, a lot of young is, people's first concert. This, yes. this is out there, but like... So think now a, they're older, they want the fucking... Outside, of, outside of Big Bang Theory uh, uh, and all that... Gaming is no longer no longer considered nerdy. It is an accepted part of mainstream culture. Maybe the iPhone had maybe more to do with that, but playing games now is not a nerdy thing. Yeah, well, I, I do want to say uh, you didn't see so much of this when Angry Birds came out. What's that? Hi, I'm Katie Couric. Welcome to Eye to Eye. Nintendo's Wii is not just a hit with the young set. You might be surprised to know that 25% of video gamers our grandparents, not grandkids. At a recent AARP really convention, hot. our medical correspondent, Dr. John LaPook, caught up with two sassy seniors who gave him <laughs> oh, a real oh, oh. for his money. Uh, and then it cuts to old people playing Wii Tennis. Why don't people respect Katie Couric? Which I, I think I think that sort sassy of seniors. strangely defined this generation more than me. Stock photos of old people with Wii controllers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's almost as fun as the uh, the stock footage of Conventions where you just see all these people in jean shorts walking, and you can just see like their calves down. Oh, and as a, a website plug, I would like to plug this week: uh, Pornhub comments on stock photos. It's the it's the great someone oh, just man. copy and pasting. Oh man, whoever bothers to comment on Pornhub, I found this agreeable. Why? What do you have to say? Why are you typing? I, uh... <laughs> and then they put them on stock photos of people using laptops. I like, like her boobies. My favorite being like there's this Asian dude lying down with a with a computer in his chest typing, and it just says so much titty. <laughs> well. Before we move on, there's one. It also does remind me that, like, that's another gift Wii Sports kind of gave to us. That the uh, the fake people playing games, mm-hmm. the video, like the mm-hmm. group shots of people, like, oh, like, woo, and what you're supposed to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. I hate that. I and those those had to happen because they're like, well, this isn't this is a new controller. What do you do? Act it out. Here, get a model to act mm-hmm. it out. Like. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry, I lost it. <laughs> I just, I would like to, I'm sad that that happened, but it was uh, an unfortunate consequence of it is what I'm saying. Boo-hoo. I wonder if, I wonder if people will have launch line remorse. What? Do you, do you, how hard did, did you get your Wii U launch day? I, uh, I know I got it like a week or two after it launched. I went to several launch lines and did not, like was turned away at 4 a.m. lines. This is Wii U? Wii, or Wii, Wii One, yeah. Uh, Wii One. And, okay, no, I, yeah, I, I had to line up at like 5 a.m. to get mine. Yeah. But. No, I, we, I remember eating at Denny's until the sun came up because we didn't, twice, because we did not get a Wii U. Wii, and I can't really imagine that. Mm, yeah, I have a bit of remorse. Like, I waited so long for this, and then, like, I barely played it over the next. Well, I, years. I bought Twilight Princess. Seven years. And, yeah, I, I played it a lot immediately. Oh, yeah. I bought it in a classic oh, controller, and what was sort of embarrassing is, like, Mario 64. See how it plays in this classic controller. And then there should have been someone there. Cut to nine hours later, I'm, I've got 80 stars and having the time of my life in Mario 64 with my Wii. Oh. My launch day Wii. Number four. For a time, the humans of Sera knew the illusion of peace until Emergence Day. Emergence Day. That is, of course, from Gears of War. Mm-hmm. And I probably played Gears of War the least of anyone at this table. But I, I don't think... Well, the, the first one especially. Like, I've mm-hmm. played all of them, but not for very long. I, I think 
you could really make a, a point here that this is a definitive game of the I generation. Think so. I, th- I think you can you can almost draw a line in the sand between shooters before Gears mm-hmm. of War and shooters afterward. That like it made uh, sticky covers standard mm-hmm. in like not just shooters but any game that has any sort of third person shooting. Uh, the the sprint action in a third person uh-huh. game where you lose control of your weapon in, in order to you trade off sprinting for mm-hmm. control of it your weapon. That, made that standard. I think it made. And maybe this is pure hyperbole on my port. It made the third-person shooter once again viable. Third-person, yeah. third-person games on the PS2 had been almost on the verge of slapstick because mm-hmm. they they couldn't present a solid shooter experience. It was FPS or nothing. Well, I think you could uh, you could point it's the same uh, mm-hmm. make the same argument about Resident Evil Four. But I think yes, that probably. that reinvented third-person shooters. But, I think, but that was like that was like the World War One to Gears of War's World War Two. It's very that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we bring up like what we debated over? You wanted to were debating between two games in this category. Uh, yeah, we were. Well, we, were well, we can bring up, bring them up, category. bring more up later. But yeah, sure. we, uh, <laughs> this one kind of came down to either Gears of War or Uncharted Two, mm-hmm. because Uncharted Two kind of took a lot of what Gears did mm-hmm. and refined it, added these platforming elements, made it you know viable for adventure and other third person games. Mm-hmm while introducing an enormous level of spectacle that Gears kind of just started down that road. Uh, but, you know, Ge- Gears, I think, is is arguably the more, uh, even though I said this isn't about important games, mm-hmm. this is the more important one. This set the template. This was, as you pointed out, Henry, the first real next-gen game yes. for a lot of us. Well, that's how it felt to me. Look, you can say Fight Night. I would, Everybody, say, Dead, I would say Dead Rising, though. Yeah, those both sort of were mm-hmm. that there, but I... It. All right. <laughs> Here's what up. Now, Lost Planet was 2007. That was after Gears. True, true. Here's why I say Gears, because it was, it was the year after, and I remember it coming out alongside the PS3 mm-hmm. and just going like, oh, this is what Unreal 3 looks like. This is what a future shooter really looks this like. This is why like, everybody's going to want it in absolutely everything. I, actually, yeah. I was at a point, I was at a college, so I Cooking had to... Cooking Mama, Unreal 3. <laughs> I, I had to walk away from games while finishing... I, had been in community college for about six years, decided to uh, finish, and then I finished at a university in, in one and a half years. No time for games, worked full-time at the same time. Mm. I'm kind of amazed that I did that. Uh, and then I didn't play games. 360 came out, and like, I don't fucking need that. I don't need any of that anymore. I don't need, and then my, I went over to my friend's house, saw Gears, and like, what? what? This is what, what games this are This is now. what games have done since I haven't been looking. So, <laughs> for me personally, I... I don't think I had the... Because I've played all the Gears games, mm-hmm. and I've actually enjoyed all... Well, I haven't played Judgment, so that's a lie, but... Uh, Judgment's all I, right. I, I actually it. enjoyed them all, but I don't think I had the same experience with Gears that a lot of other people did, mm-hmm. because I didn't play Gears, the first one, until like a year or two after it came out. Mm-hmm. So by that point, I was like already used to those new mechanics that had been oh. introduced. So it didn't have the same impact on me, even though I can understand that it came because first, and, and it, it was important was to all these people. And- Everywhere it, it was so new for other people. Here's but more. I already knew what mm-hmm. to expect, and it wasn't but that, surprising. But that speaks to, to how important it, it also led to the uh, widespread mainstream adoption of chainsaw bayonets and as a viable yes. uh, weapon-shaped toy. Disgusting mm-hmm. cover and corridor shooters. Mm-hmm. Let me give mm-hmm. it another uh, defense here too of why it deserves to be on here over Uncharted is that like Epic on PC had always been like valuing fidelity of mm-hmm. online play mm-hmm. and like it brought that to uh, to hmm. consoles with gears like 
it was they just said, well, yeah, of course there's drop in drop out co op. We're, we're barely even like feeling like why shouldn't it? Wow, that's a great this point. Have, this has a fidelity like it. It showed what Xbox mm-hmm. Live Online really could be. Yeah, a lot for some people. It was a preview of what Halo Three like. I think some people mm-hmm. bought it just to be like, well, what would Halo 3 be like when, when that finally goes online? Mm-hmm. This already was that online experience right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Also, Blind Fire. Don't forget Blind Fire. Yeah. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. and Any shooter that had sticky cover, like I remember playing Mafia 2 and mm-hmm. taking sticky cover. It's like, I can't Blind Fire. What the hell good is this? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, well, meanwhile, Uncharted, I feel... Uh, active is, Time Reloads. That yeah, is like active, almost active fucking reloads, standard yeah. for every shooter now. Well, and then this isn't about Gears 2, but mm-hmm. Horde mode also mm-hmm. like changed a shitload of so things. Horde mode, which is basically survival mode, and had been done before, but mm-hmm. now it's in every shooter. Yeah. yeah. You know what else uh, helped make this game so defining? What? The Resonator? Hey, are you the Marcus Phoenix? The one who fought at Aspiel Fields? Yep. Wow. Cool. Not really. John DiMaggio. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 you can make fun of that character a lot. It's a great game character, though. Yeah. He is. He is. Although it, it was also kind of funny that, like, the ads for Gears of War, mm-hmm. and I think this was something that was repeated with every iteration, was like, you know, uh, the, the yes. mad world, and it was all super sad and moody, and all the characters were, like, doubled over soundtrack. crying the whole time. My stepfather, who mm-hmm. does not play video games, still remembers the Gears of War Mad World trailer. Right. Although Crazy. he can never remember what the fucking game is called. But what makes those funny is that they are not reflective at all <laughs> of not the games. Because the games are just like meatheads grunting and the running around chainsawing each the other. The only time that that is remotely part of the game is in 3. three. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I guess people have well, maybe put not it played it, three, so I won't say why, but they, that was, like, the like, only scene in those games. They put it games, in 3 like maybe. a reference to that thing. But yeah, they never bit. have those to the commercial. Like, I, it was in yeah. there as a reference to the commercial. But, yeah, they never... You never got that in it. It didn't deliver on that. N- definitely not. But, yeah. They, I, I don't think they were supposed to be overly emotional experiences. Mm. They just had some Tell emotional... that to Dom's wife, man. Oh, well. <laughs> she 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 was coming. <laughs> you are awful. Uh, no. And, uh, and maybe maybe this is far fetched, but did it introduce the concept of trilogy pitches? For a while, mm. when I was in the game of taking preview appointments, people would talk about, "Well, this is kind of part of a larger world. We envision at least three games out of this where people just didn't make games to, like this game were one and done it was to make a series I don't know I think Lord of the Rings kind of pitched the idea of trilogy the pitches, game the, the game the, the game is the trilogy though like I, I do feel before that there mm-hmm. were a lot of one and done games on PS1 and 2 that were just mm-hmm. like well, you know if it does well we'll yeah, not, I got this, that. this this was has building blocks all over it for se- for true. a sequel. Yeah, I would say it was this generation. Maybe Gears was the first one for it, but I feel like, yeah, this generation had lots of games that were just they were in they were all intended as franchises, and most of them just became a Mass Effect, Assassin's Creed, the yeah. Halo. It could be naive of me to say, but I feel I just I feel like when I jump into Gears, like I, this is a smaller slice of something bigger, and that's very clear from like the moment you start playing it. I felt you got a bit, you got a big experience out of it, but yeah, they mm-hmm. were. You knew when you were fighting, even the boss of the game. You're like, well, he's just uh, he's a general in an army I can't defeat. Like, yes. and yeah. I can't see. I don't know any of the backstory, which they keep hinting at and don't show in the first game. You mm-hmm. can talk back to your own generals. Ooh. 
I expect you to give me 110%, Phoenix. I'm not doing this for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. Burn. I feel like this also kind of propagated a trend where hold this button to revive your co-op partner. I mean, I feel like I think that revivals were part of games before, but now I, they're in every game where you I have do. a co-op yeah, partner. You have true. to hold down I, a button to bring him back. I do think it... Uh, I don't know that it I necessarily think, started with Gears, though. I think that... Uh, didn't it also... I, I bet there were refilling health bars at the time before that, but I, I remember it as the first like yeah, regenerating health. Your, your, your screen starts getting red, and the, yeah, that was a Call of Duty thing before. Uh, Fine. I, one of the things that did define the generation, like you said, just wanted to point it out, is the... Bros helping bros get over obstacles. Nice. Bros I know. I don't know. I don't think that that came from Gears of War, but the press B to do a fireman's lift, hmm. kicking so many yeah, doors it, open. It made mm. co-op in single player kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's also yeah, a big deal. The Fine, fidelity yeah. of we'll that co-op. Yeah, and to to the point where I remember when I reviewed Killzone Two and, and thought like, well, you, this this game seems built for co-op. Why didn't they put co-op in here? Like you're doing all the fireman's lifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to revive your teammates, but in Killzone 2, if you'll remember, they you, you could never do they they never do that to you. Yeah. It wasn't until Killzone 3 they'd actually try and revive no, it, you. It is. It has come down to if you're a shooter of any kind, and you don't you have to answer for not having co-op. Or bef- whereas before, no mm-hmm. one really expected co-op from their shooters. Mm-hmm. It's a first-person game. How are you going to add another player? It'll Jesus ruin the experience. We're bored. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, very very big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Was Gears of War. Number three. Sounds like that should have been do it. Head on back to Fontaine Fisheries when you're ready. Would you kindly? Would you kindly? Would you kindly? Yeah. What's this game again? <laughs> this game is Bioshock. <clears throat> ah, which Atlas. everybody insisted this be on the list. Yeah, of course. Pretty much. Like it's and it's it's a pretty big deal. As of course. It's just, it's just that unlike all these other games, well, I don't think it had a successful imitator. Not really, unless you count maybe Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, Bioshock Two, Bioshock Infinite. Well, <laughs> Dead Space definitely. Yeah, Dead Space. Okay. Uh, the uh, Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, the Darkness sort of. Darkness was first. Yeah, Darkness. Yeah, came out really? before. Yeah, Fuck, it, I didn't play Darkness until like three <laughs> years I, I ago, think, two years ago. Uh, what Bioshock taught people the most, the, or the best lesson it taught games was world building, like making yeah. the world a character in it. Yeah. And, and well, just focusing on that kind of design. And also, like, it was such a rare game and then it's like, it told a very mm-hmm. big and complete story while making very minimal use yep. of cutscenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there there are parts when, like, it, it never stops the action to mm-hmm. play you a movie. Mm-hmm. It's always like, if there's a scripted event... It's about a plasmid. Yeah, it's, <laughs> sure. But it's still in first person. But if, yeah. if there's a scripted event, it is integrated into the gameplay and mm-hmm. when control is taken away from you, it is explained... As part mm. of the plot. Mild spoilers ahead. I'll stop it. Statute of limitations are up on that. Yeah, that's true. It's been... This was, what, 2007? Yeah. Mm. If you haven't played Bioshock yet, you're a loser. <laughs> a man chooses. A slave obeys. A slave obeys. slave obeys. It, and it, it was... I think of course game, many Ryan. games before this had tried to do a mind-blowing ending. And this was very, very this, successful. This had a mind-blowing middle, and then yeah. everything else that came afterward. Like you well, could have ended the game there, and it would have been just like, "Holy fuck!" I, I did, I did like this this sequence. Yeah. Again, if if you have not mm-hmm. played Bioshock, still have somehow managed to avoid spoilers. 
You clearly don't care, so do not write in and complain. <laughs> Game's you know. like $10 now. Go yeah, exactly. fucking buy it. If that. But so whiny babies. The, the meeting with Andrew Ryan at the end when mm-hmm. the big twist of the game is revealed that you're basically a puppet sent to Rapture to mm-hmm. a, a, on purpose. You're not an accidental survivor. You're Sleeper sent there agent. to accomplish a very specific task. Mm-hmm. And you're activated with a simple code word. Would you kindly? Would you kindly get this? Would you kindly find that? Would you kindly find that? Would you kindly find Would you kindly get this? Would you kindly head to Ryan's office and kill the son of a bitch? And that that was such a brilliant moment because like hmm. you 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 had heard him saying, mm-hmm. "Would you kindly?" Mm-hmm. Like that's Atlas who's guiding you through the first half of the game. And every time he said, would you kindly, it just came off as something like, it's oh, part of so his, his Irish charm. Yeah, yeah. yeah a brogue. Uh-huh. And then you find out, no, it's actually a sleeper agent that whenever he says, would you kindly, you cannot, you are compelled to do whatever he says mm-hmm. because of your brainwashing as a child. And the, just and also the meta activity of mocking you as the player. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like it happens all the time. Now. Yeah. And it, it was, yeah. Stanley Parable is based off all of that. Well, this began there where we uh, it's it's a commentary. I feel like no mainstream game that was on a console at least. Mm-hmm. Shadow wanted... of the Colossus. Fine, mm-hmm. right, yes, but, but it made it was making the point. Go go on. It was still very clear that like it was just a meta commentary on games. Of, like, why do you do something? Because someone told you to in a game. Like mm-hmm. that's why you did it. That no other reason. Like then you. This was showing you the the folly of that yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. And this is, yeah, this is like, uh, you never actually had any agency in this mm. world. You were just mm. moving forward because that's what you're programmed to do. You're mm. really, you're our puppet. You, the player. Yep. You're yeah. just doing what we tell you to do because we tell you to do it. Mm. And you have nothing else to do right now. Well, you have a little agency in those moral decisions that you make. In the big sister, in the little sisters? The little sisters. Yeah, but that's Which minor slight, agency. That's murder a little girl or don't. It was, did anybody uh, murder? A lot of people murdered those little girls. You say it like I you did. Think so. I did not. Oh. I did not actually. I didn't murder. The I don't think girls. many people. I did. don't believe you. <laughs> Fine. I don't. You're a little sister murderer. You do. You do tend to brag about how you like to kill people in games. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't option. often kill children. Although that was one of the few games. You don't where it's often like, kill children. I don't often kill children. But that was one of the few games where it's like you could kill fucking kill this little kid. Kill this kid. Kill this kid. You'll get an achievement either way. Kill uh, this little kid and be more powerful and mm-hmm. maybe you'll feel bad about yourself was, but maybe just, you can convince yourself in your heart of hearts that mm-hmm. she's a demon. Or just put her through what sounds like soul-wrenching agony after, afterwards. She'll thank you. Yeah, yeah, she's cleansed. Well, so the... I guess it also, like, the the audio logs too mm. were a huge yeah. like that storytelling device Hugely got picked up by yeah everybody people yeah. yeah again Dead Space Arkham any any Everything. game where you're unlocking there, there's one audio, audio log in Bioshock one that I I've I always mentioned I can never shake it and it's just telling the story of a woman getting pregnant on an accident and you end up keep walking down this hallway and then it finally gets like I think she had an abortion and you walk upon the scene. Where there was clearly an abortion performed, mm. and it's so fucking creepy. Except it wasn't quite eh. an abortion, no. As you find out, yeah, that, that's that actually, was you. Yeah, you your, were the abortion. Your birth. You're, yeah. you're being ripped untimely from her womb. It's still one of the most effective. Like, there's that scene doesn't need to exist in that game at all. And like, I I don't want to walk any further. Well, I don't those know. Those games, especially the first one, they mm. all dealt with things that most other games refuse exactly. to touch, which like, I think mm-hmm. is what makes them games. Games peddled in little more than adrenaline and tar- and like shooting galleries up until this point. I feel like when people try and leave, 
when we would be, try and be sold on games, they would try and offer a different experience. They would use words like visceral incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Or like, an em- we want to create an emotional connection between you and your character. No one really gave a fuck about that before. But in, in this one, you're not supposed to... I mean, you have an emotional connection to your character, but the but whole not, time so not, I played this game, I kind of felt like a bad person. Not to, not to, but and to you're get, supposed to. get you to. to feel something other than adrenaline is not something a lot of games ask, were asking yeah, you to you're do. You're fighting monstrous people. Just mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing redeeming about the splicers. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, then you, these decisions that you make and blindly follow, following mm. along, some of the decisions you make just to survive in this world or become more powerful, they don't make you feel like a good person. And then, you know, that continues on mm-hmm. in, in two and three, less so in two, but definitely yeah. in three, you make a lot of fucking decisions that are terrible. Maybe you did. I would also well, say I did. about Bioshock. But that's more like, a lot more common in games now. It's easy to... Just it became normal with Bioshock, but like it did raise discussion about games and what games could be. It like, did, yeah. It, you it, think of uh, PS2 games that like predated it, like they wouldn't have been like that, you know. Anyway, I'm just saying that, uh, yeah. In a post Bioshock world, people at least tried to be smarter in games, or at least pretended to be smarter in their mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. Whether even if they ended up being the same wannabe Hollywood direct, they always were. But, yeah, well, I mean, it definitely fostered a lot more obnoxious "our games art" uh, discussions for the next. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and they've always know, twenty been, or thirty. Jesus. But that's the kind of growing pains you got to go through in bubble, an art bubble form. Bubble was art; it always was. Stop <laughs> having <laughs> the argument. Adorable, adorable. You don't art. think Pauline Kael went through the same stuff writing about films in the sixties? <laughs> like yes. this, this is what happened. But she also didn't get to say that. Um, I, I Pick influential movie, raise the bar for combat in first-person shooters. Yeah. Which Bioshock really did. That was the other thing. Like, it's not just a moody dark ride where you're going through seeing the story unfold. Mm -hmm. It also really was imaginative in the weapons that it gave you and in the the ways that you could interact and fight with the opponents you were set in front of. And and they they all required different strategies, too. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons that Bioshock Infinite was a little bit disappointing just because it's like, well, the, the action is basically standard shooter Shoot stuff. the guy in the back. That a is lot. true. The battle with the, a battle with a big daddy took a lot of forethought and planning, yeah. and there were lots of Where different you would, like, avenues. Have to come, hope you have to come back to it and hope you would see a, that big daddy again because well, you're not and, ready to face him. And the, you could make the big daddy work for you and yeah. attack other people. Uh-huh. Like it, it had so, a lot of, uh, so much intelligence to the combat as well as the story. Mm-hmm. Fantastic fucking game, Bioshock. I didn't care for it. <laughs> well, you suck. Yes. Number two. Keep in mind that although fun and learning are the primary goals of all enrichment center activities, serious injuries may occur for your own safety and the safety of others. Please refrain from... Por favor, por donde falla muchas gracias. Run back. <laughs> That's GLaDOS from Portal, as I'm sure you all know if you haven't been living in a cave. That was the uh, announcer from Pacific Rim. Mm. Yes, that mm-hmm. too. In the in the trailers, <laughs> for you, you people that born this year, really make it. They <laughs> <laughs> don't want to make it in the film, but Portal Portal seems like almost an easy, safe answer. It's it's game still games radar's number one game of all time. I do, I do have one I thing it, it did that, that other games did not. Is what one, one way it's important? Okay, that because uh, I think a lot of what we talked about with Bioshock applies to Portal. Yes, but um, funny. Well, games like, games yes. were never funny. Portal is yeah, it's it's funny, it's minimalistic. Mm-hmm. It kind of shows that you can craft a meaningful, mm-hmm. memorable AAA experience without going whole hog on massive spectacle and, and yeah, violence. 
That was like a big thing. the graphics are relatively simple compared no, to that's no violence. No violence, and that's an excellent point. And yeah. that yeah. like I think it's common if you're a Steam user to cons- well, here's a ten to fifteen dollar first. It looks like a next gen game, but it's going to last you an hour, mm-hmm. Plus, and it, you're going to love it. The main character was a woman. Yes, okay. that was so fucking yeah. unusual. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, you, you don't you see only, her much. You're only quiet. That, but yeah, when you're looking through portals at yourself, there are no men but in the that's game. So. Well, in in one, yeah. Maybe the turrets. I, I don't yeah, know. I don't know that they have genders. Was, was but... Ratman in one, or was he just in two? Uh, I think they allude to like the Ratman is around, but you've never seen writing, him. You know, there's mm-hmm. writing on the you never see him but... either. But it's not attributed. It's but not he is a, he is a male character. Game. You just you just. But he's not attributed to. It's not attributed no, to a man he's... in in yeah. Portal One. That's true. But I mean, the fact that she was a female character, mm-hmm. but it didn't define the experience, made yeah. that so much more powerful. Like they didn't go out of their way to say, "Oh, but we have a we have a chick as our lead." Mm-hmm. It was subtle, and like you said, you only noticed it if you're looking at yourself through a portal. Yeah, I also wouldn't say it's completely nonviolent. And there's lots of violence perpetrated against mm-hmm. you. well perpetrated against you, but it shows <laughs> you that it shows players that oh, you can overcome violence with nonviolence. Mm. Mm-hmm. But the violence also felt to me like the um a style of uh, that was like in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy oh. where it's like they they would say like violent things would happen in in that book but it would all be from like a humorous distance mm-hmm. like and that was mm-hmm. that's what Glados gave because she could just say uh, you are going to burn to death but it's so completely emotionlessly with no like care for it like she didn't care like and so it it wasn't as horrifying you got to laugh like, oh i'd say yeah. there's a little bit of emotion here yeah your entire life has been a mathematical error a mathematical error i'm about to correct it's it's kind of weird like listening to just the raw glados mm-hmm. audio if you've ever listened to a David Sedaris audiobook, they kind of sound a lot alike. It's not a bad way to put it. Like, just like if you put an auto-tune thing on David Sedaris, he'd sound like GLaDOS. Well, I also, I remember when this first came out that it was in the orange box, and people didn't even really think no, about it. it was kind of seen as a bonus. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, there's this other thing. Yeah, or- orange box was like, here's Half-Life 2 for 360, plus you also get Team Fortress 2 and I, Portal. I, I don't know how much... I want to blow Valve for this, but they they clearly saw this. Two, a couple students made a game with a just unmarketable name, mm-hmm. Narbacular Drop. Oh, Narbacular Drop, yeah. And yeah. and decided to shepherd it into existence as a bonus feature, and what was what everybody assumed was a port of Half Life Two to consoles mm-hmm. as a bonus feature because they thought there is potential in small games, small quirky games. Well, that's they, all to me. Yeah. That's all Steam is now. Well, but Eric Wolpaw made it work. Like sure. his writing, Eric Wolpaw, formerly of Psychonauts and Old Man Murray, mm-hmm. it would have been it would have been a, just a great puzzle game. But Wolpaw found ways to tell story and to mm-hmm. put story in the corners, and to then just have like basically the end of the game is almost just a Half Life level, like it just but a comedy one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like mm-hmm. it was you, it wasn't. Once you get outside of the corridors, you break out of the tests. yeah, you're you're having to find your own way, just as you would in a Half Life stage. I just yeah. want to say I fucking love the last fight against Glados. Oh my gosh, yes, has the best quotes like this one. Time out for a second. That wasn't supposed to happen. Do you <laughs> see that thing that fell out of me? What is that? <laughs> it's not the surprise. I've never seen it before. Never mind. It's a mystery. I'll solve later by myself <laughs> because you'll be dead. Uh, I love and I. Th- it's, and she, she keeps talking about that thing yeah. over and over, like 
this is like about a minute later in like this string of unbroken dialogue I grabbed. That thing is probably some kind of raw sewage container. Go ahead and rub your face all over it. Maybe you should marry that thing since you love it so much. Do you want to marry it? Well, I won't let you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking best dialogue. Oh, so good. And and if you remember the fight from the end fight from the second one, I don't mm-hmm. know. Am I I'm about to spoil some stuff, I guess. Space. Okay. Fair warning. But, I mean, in the end, and I am not, I won't even do it, but I won't mm-hmm. spoil anything huge, but if you let things go and don't do the things that they're telling you to do in the game, that dialogue will continue, yeah. and they never repeat. They yeah. keep saying new things for what, as long as you wait f- to press whatever button you're supposed to press. One of my favorites, you're in a chase with Wheatley chasing you. Now you're talking about two. Oh, yeah, now you're talking two, about two. But, yeah, I just want to say this funny scene, like, where Wheatley uh, is chasing you, and then, like... He says, "Would you just stand there and, and just uh, just stand there, please?" And you're supposed to leave. And if you come back, then he goes, "Oh, you came back. Uh, okay, so just just stand there, just five seconds, please." Like, they they put that kind of work into yeah. it, like for things you may never, no one would normally ever hear. That and, and then the there's whole... the one where he asks you, "Just like, could you just jump jump into that pit there and kill yourself? Yeah. And that... if you do it, you get an achievement." And if he had said, you'll get an achievement, that would have been, like, the most brilliant thing. And they have another one where he shows you off to the side. Oh, look, there's this wooded area. This is your way out. You just go this way. But if you go that way, you fucking die. Yeah. And you're supposed to just keep going on the path that you were traveling on. But he's brilliant. I had, well, one thought the other day is I hope that new HBO show, The Ladies' Man... Wait, what is it? What? Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. It's yeah, a success. Because Steven Merchant becomes I so big, Steven and like Merchant. someone's like, you know he's in a video game. What? And then it makes uh, Housewives play Portal. He's back, so tall and awkward. But yeah, back to the first Portal, though. Like, it, you were right. It was a shorter experience, and yeah. I remember having to tell people, like, well, yeah, it's only like three hours, maybe, but you got totally got to play it. Like, yeah. and. I, I think it. I think it opened the door to shorter, mo- more focused yeah. experiences. It opened the door. I, I think without Portal, there is no mm-hmm. widespread acceptance of indie games. I think uh, that probably would have happened, but it would have taken it longer. Taken a, it would have had to come from somewhere else, and who knows mm-hmm. where that would have been and how long that would have taken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also feel like the song's still alive. Like, oh, yeah. alive. oh my it's so god, good. Just, it's we everywhere. May, we may have to go out on. It is that, the second best uh, still alive. So, no, I'm kidding. Mirror's Edge still alive is great. The That's cake true. is a lie. Is the most popular cake is a lie. Well, yes. my sister, one of the top five you most escape popular. From that shit. My sister video just discovered that. Joke and thinks it's hilarious and has never played Portal. Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, like now, now it's like secretary fodder apparently. Really? And, yeah, I don't, and I don't know where there's any context to it. But I was asked about it by my sister, and we never talk and don't like one another. <laughs> I've met your sister. That's not you true. Well, yeah. Well, then there's also that inheritance. We gotta have an amicable relationship. <laughs> and also the companion cube too. Like yes. how much fostering was... love at an inanimate object. Yeah. Beautiful. It had. It was also a commentary on games as Bioshock was, but it wasn't as in your face about it. I, th- maybe this isn't relevant. I was thinking about it uh, for some reason in the walk to getting beer and coming back here. Because <laughs> let's just say, on my mind all the time are angry fans, and I remember how. And I, <laughs> I remember how angry fans were when the, uh, Valve announced a sequel to Left 4 Dead and a sequel to Portal. Like you can't mm-hmm. make a sequel that fast, and then like. Valve hasn't announced a game in years. Nope. Just <laughs> is this really the world you want to live in? Well, it was, it was sort of weird that it's just like, no, we, we just want this to be supported with free DLC mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's <laughs> like, not really is, a viable business uh, why model. Does it, 
I don't even want Half Life Three. I just want Valve announce another game. Why, why are we make a game? Don't make just a keep game. cashing <laughs> Steam checks. Yeah, but all. But that's that's like if that was part of their brilliant strategy, we're going to make this tiny game. You can get it by itself on Steam and hopefully drive other people to follow through with their weird ass visions. Possibly using our engine. What if that was part of the strategy? Then they're brilliant. They're fucking brilliant. I don't sure. know. Again, sorry to blow Valve anymore. Well, they, although I think you could you could say that this only like how many viable imitators does this have? Uh, I mean, it has. What was the one that just came out a little while ago? Kim Swift of a different know, company. Quantum. Quantum. Quantum Theory? No. No, no that was but terrible. Quantum Conundrum. Thank you. Bam. Mm. But the yeah, batteries. Quantum Conundrum was uh, really fun. But again, that was that was an imitation created by one of the creators of Portal. Yeah. She had so, a right to imitate it. It was her true. game. Like, but, it's, but it's not something you see very often. It shouldn't have tried to be funny. I think that wasn't her strong suit. She, oh, no. She made no. the great... Puzzles. No like, game should try to be funny. Only no. I'm just saying that <laughs> it just wasn't funny. Right? It was You're saying funny women moments, aren't funny. Though. Women aren't Henry? funny. Yes, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they women are hilarious. Like seriously, you know what I hate? Oh, now women. they're hilarious. No, I hate when. <laughs> I hate so now you're saying men aren't funny. I hate Only when women are funny. You're saying women are laughable. I hate when male comedians like Adam Carolla say like, "No, there's great stand-up female comics like Sarah Silverman. There's ones like Sarah Silverman and." Chelsea. Sarah, so they always no, they only ever say Sarah Silverman. Like oh. maybe soon Chelsea Peretti will be famous You're enough for someone he's to say against her lesbian instead. comics. Yes. What about yeah. Paula Poundstone? Mm. About she's Roseanne, like Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres' stand-up was fucking show. great. Yeah, she's fantastic. Oh my god! But as Thirty Rock pointed out, you're not. No, this is not... The conversation does not mean you list female stand-ups. You just go like, no, Oh, fine. <laughs> well, I want to reiterate before we move on once again, this mm-hmm. is not best. It's not most important. It's defining. And I think if if you have paid much attention to the game industry over the past eight years, None. you will agree that no game has defined this generation more than the one we're about to mention. Good news first, the world's in great shape. We've got a civil war in Russia, government loyalists against ultranationalist rebels, and 15,000 nukes at stake. Just another day at the office. For those of you who pride yourselves on never playing this series, that Mm. is from Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. The the original The Dute. I think think the high point for the series, Mm. before it kind of started in with the diminishing returns Mm. and the we have to turn this into a yearly cash cow... It wasn't really that beforehand. It, was, it wasn't a game that you got every fucking year like clockwork that was handled by two different studios. This was the beginning of it. This was the game that was the massive success. This was the game that pioneered modern multiplayer, basically, mm-hmm. with the uh, bringing RPG elements to shooters, yeah. keeping people hooked with... Uh, uh, we, I was talking about... Oh, prestiging. I, I do have a little sound. This, this will be like catnip for... Dedicated players. Dedicated duders. That is level up music, oh, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. I didn't really play multiplayer. Yeah, I was. Uh, Hank, I think you and I, you, me and Brett, were talking about that yesterday. Just about. Do you remember how long it took to join a multiplayer lobby in a console game before mm-hmm. Modern Warfare? Uh, it could take a long time. It could take forever. You don't have this map. 
Oh, this map is already in session. It just mm, automatically yeah, spit you into a lobby that, that seriously, like the, like accelerated multiplayer, getting you into yeah. a match immediately. I credit Call of Duty with a lot. You think about before Call of Duty, like what was the pinnacle of multiplayer, and it was probably on consoles, Halo. Yeah, on, on on consoles, Halo. Before that, SOCOM maybe on mm. PS2. Maybe but that you, SOCOM was kind of a nightmare to try and get into sometimes. I know I played a lot of Return of Wolfenstein on Xbox. OG, not oh, one. Man. Yeah, not OG. I was going to say Xbox One. Yeah, can't anymore. But but even then, it, it like shooters didn't work that well on either system. Halo Two was where it was at. Yeah, like, yeah. Was about Halo Two. Games. Halo Halo Two was pretty good. But like most, like I did a lot of puzzle and racing stuff on Xbox original. But, yeah, but this also moved out of the sort of candy colored space war yeah. territory that Halo occupied, and like tried to make it you know gritty and realistic and. Oh, and the 60 frames a second aspect. It's oh, yeah. also huge. That's Console games aren't doing that at all, let well, alone online. What, what weirds yeah, me out that. is there's that one map that continually like was showing up in every gameplay video, which is like just a bunch of pipes in like a yard somewhere. And like everybody seems to love to play in that. That's I, their favorite map. Yeah, that was like our, our old boss, Stephen Pierce, like he would constantly Not play in that. Yard. Um, what shit, I, remember. I remember about it was like this. It, pipes and shipping containers. They had to sell people on it. They're like, yeah, we know it's modern. It's not World War II. We're trying something yeah, new. Like, look at a little it. bit. Look I, at these I, I modern think, weapons you get to use. And I, like, I think there was a little bit of like, look, we're not a we're not a Tom Clancy game. We're not. It's not becoming like a boring war in the desert. One hit kills you, sort of thing. And that they had. Uh, I remember the E3 video. I forget who was hosting it, but like. Just the shot of the dude in the grass that you couldn't see him, oh. and then he stood up, and you like, oh, wow, uh, yeah. this is the future. Yeah. Gilly's in the, in the mist. Now. Yeah, it was one of the most like for those of you who did play through the single player, which was fantastic. Yeah, one of the best single player shooters of the generation, easily. Um, Gilly's in the mist was an amazing level where you are like a young Captain Price, and you're following your mentor mm-hmm. through. Tall grass uh, somewhere outside of um, shit. I'm blanking on the name Chernobyl, uh, and yeah, yes, you yes, just yes, kind of yes. have to lay there and hide from the, these tank patrols that are coming like super, mm-hmm. super close to you. You can't move. Yeah, and, yeah. It's but it's just but it, so it, memorable. It had, it had fantastic multiplayer, and yes, that's what most people use it for. But it did also kind of create the bombastic first person mm-hmm. realistic military experience. Yeah. The, the, the what what man. Oh, I thought you were going to say, no, this no, other game did that. No. <laughs> I, look, it's not like it's... I don't think a lot of people do it as, as well as Call of Duty, but everybody who makes a shooter tries. They try mm-hmm. and re- recreate that experience. I know. can absolutely see why Call of Duty is on this list. Mm-hmm. But, and as I was telling Michael, mm-hmm. I never played... I, I played Call of Duty, but mm-hmm. I never really played it, you know? It was not one of those series I got super into. I was always much more of a Battlefield Bad Company person. I, I, I love... I, <laughs> but I've always I totally preferred Battlefield. But... Specifically, just for the multiplayer, even, mm-hmm. why it's on this list. Mm-hmm. It is massively important. Yeah. I, I um, This is an interesting little aside. There's a quote in this that was turned into the tagline of the game for whatever reason, and... I went to like the Call of Duty 4 launch event in LA. I got a t-shirt. Mm. has this slogan on the back, I will never be comfortable wearing it in public. We're going deep and we're going hard. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> nice. nice. I would wear a t-shirt with that on it. I was, I was having to talk to somebody else about that. Because there are a lot of people who are immune to the dude. And I, I've always dabbled in them all. Well, except mm-hmm. for 
Black Ops 2. That was the first one I never played. Mm-hmm. But uh, there, how big is Call of Duty? There are millions to be made for being mistaken for Call of Duty. That's yeah. true. And, and there have been so many shitty yeah. fucking knockoffs. Like you just look, you look on those weird urban fighter and realistic warfare modern and combat 4 even be, though there was never a modern combat 1 through 3 there, although that's probably an actual I don't want title. to call out any specifics but I like, think I think also there were some games that people saw as Call of Duty mm-hmm. imitators that wound up actually for me surpassing the games and one of those specifically is hmm. Spec Ops Yes. Spec Ops The yeah. Line was a fucking it's phenomenal a, I game. I don't know if you can call it a Call of Duty imitator in anything but tone, though. Well, I mean, it's... it's it was more of a Call of Duty criticism. Where, mm. Yeah, but I mean, when it came out, what did you think it might be? Yeah. yeah. When yeah. Th- when yeah. I first saw Spec Ops The Line, I was like, great, another fucking I, I just, Call of Duty. To be fair, Spec Ops came from a series that was very was that? much a generic military The shooter. worst thing exactly. that game had going for it was the word Spec Ops. People, if they're vaguely familiar with it, it's a cynical Call of Duty, lesser than Call of Duty series. I don't know well, why they call it that. Call of Duty. that pre- it did, but like it was always less than uh, Call of Duty One. I will. I, I, I really wonder how many people have ever played Call of Duty One. I kind of want to download the HD version because I, I got it, it on version? PC. It was PC only, which yeah, was, yeah, that's, that's I was and, playing and it. And then the, you know they, there was the PS2 version, mm-hmm. Big Red One, for all of you those out there who were about to say no no it isn't I played it mm-hmm. that was Big Red 1 yeah. it wasn't as good Call of Duty the original was mm-hmm. fucking crazy yeah it was it was immediately beloved mm-hmm. and it was like like or pe- the single player and, and it, it came out yeah it, I don't even know if it really had I don't I don't remember that about it. I mean like remember my friend like he told me to come over to his house because I have to see this mm-hmm. and the demo had come out and like watch how I can I can my squad mates follow after me and they have names and they're all kind of important to me and I don't want to lose them it was Really yeah. weird to think of that as being the same Call of Duty we talk about. Today. I remember when it came out, I sort of thought of it as like this is just a, an imitator of Medal of Honor. Medal of like, Honor, yeah. and Medal of Honor Allied Assault was like the gold standard of mm-hmm. shooters at the time. And along comes Call of Duty, and it's like, oh, this is trying to create brand confusion. Oh, they they're using faked up gameplay footage in their commercials and getting sued in Britain, and, <laughs> which did happen. Yes, yeah, it did. I this. This is really when the series arrived, and then everything. Mm-hmm. It killed the World War II shooter, like the oh, way- in, instantly. Like there was, there was World at War the next year, and like the, the general consensus seemed to be like, "Didn't you guys get the memo? How dare it, you go back there?" It yeah. only existed because Activision was playing it safe. They're like, "Well, if this, they were planning so far ahead. They're like, if Modern Warfare bombs, we got to have another World War II one. So this let's have it ready." Once again, I may be alone in this. Now. Aren't you dying for a next-gen World War II shooter? I still feel like shooting an M16 no. would be boring. Still. Really? It would still bore me. Just but to, like, really, to really like war. bring you into World War II, not just like, here, follow this ravine, it's, use it's this It's ready weapon. for a World War II reboot, like a return yeah. to World War II, but if I, I, a we, new We need corner. to reimagine World War II. Yeah. Maybe, maybe give Hitler a redesign. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Make him younger and blonder. Hipper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this needs to be a Hitler for the 90s. Yeah. That's I want a, I want uh, Valiant to, Hearts. There you go. <laughs> I want people to call it a, Oh, is that a Hitler goatee you're wearing? Yes, it is. And mm. I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Like he wore in the Wolfenstein RPG for phones. I feel like even up to 2008, the joke was like, ah, we're back to Omaha Beach, ah, boy. We're still, but like, again, that's never five see years that. Ago. I, like, I think Penny Arcade really underlined it. They said, Omaha Beach is the new Hoth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, in 2006, it was. Yeah. 
But back when mm. that joke made sense, and there were so many Star Wars games that like every single one has to have a fucking Hoth level. Now none of those things exist, and we're both like, mm. we're and everybody hates Penny an... Arcade for hating on transgendered people. Apparently, mm. these eh. are different. And it's just reasons. the one guy. But, yeah, we, yeah. I do apologize to the audience. We are dinosaurs. We Maybe are. not Anne, but uh, what's up, baby? Stop it. Stop it. You have like two years left. Two years left. Two years left before, before I die? Before your brain is not able to evolve anymore and you want everything to go back to the way it was. I'm already at that point. Are you? How'd that happen? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. How'd they do that to I'm me? ready for the future. All right. Ish. The future freaks me out, but I'm ready for it. I can't wait to see more future. So much fun. But, you know, one, one thing I want to I bring this back to Call of Duty 4 and the important role that it played. Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, what is that? It's all the multiplayer chatter. Airstrike standing by. Attack! Bomb defused! The enemy has the bomb! The bomb has been planted! We got the bomb! Let's do this, Marines! Capture the objectives! Capture the objectives! Challenge complete! Well done! We've lost control! We're losing this fight! We're taking a beating! Fight back! I like that. Like, yes, sir. You, yes, sir. When you listen to all, the, like somebody on YouTube mm-hmm. put this together. Obviously, it's not mine. But when you listen to all the chatter put together like that, it just it almost tells this weird little m- narrative. narrative, where it's like a triumph and then immediate, like, no, we're losing everything. We're losing control. We're losing ground. Everybody, continue being frosty. Yes, <laughs> continue. AMP Holy. is rebooted. But yeah, you you had uh, what was it? Um, I'm Oscar Grouch. Mer- <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got our uh, <laughs> we've got our episode title. <laughs> uh, it people came to hate a certain like it's easy to hate the modern warfare subset of fans it created, mm-hmm. but I think those one those people are just yeah. always there. There as, as exemplified by Jimmy, I think in Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes. Michael oh my DeSantis God! Son. Some of the lines he had in that oh, game, I couldn't believe. Were you this close to take some of the language? <laughs> were you about to say? <laughs> no, that? I was surprised at just some of the. Yeah. They were very real. Those are what those pieces yes. of shit say. Yeah. Like that's everything was rape. It. This yeah. uh, rapey rape back. time. Mm-hmm. Like that. I yeah. Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> and those are the type of people that chased me away from it. But they were there on Halo yeah. as well. It's just, it they is, come to the most popular thing. It's, it, yeah, it's, a, it's a that's point why, of pride. That's why, people, of that's why women turn their mics off. Oh, I would so too. So you can't well, tell yeah. we're girls. But well, again, no, that, I got well, to see my friend Lizzie Cuevas give the best comeback. Someone's <laughs> yeah, hey, how you doing? He's like, you sound fat. Bam! What a great retort oh, from a woman. That, that was great. That is good. You that sound fat. Like... <laughs> Get someone to stop bothering you. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I I wonder what it'll be. That kid the... went and killed himself, Chris. Because the girl told him he was fat. Was actually that was her assignment. She had to go and be rude to people on online and, yeah, and because, record it. She, she, and that Lizzie was. I was, was like, let's see how much you can. Actually, what that's you traumatizing. That's brilliant. That's what, fucking what traumatizing. You, it was like, what do you have to do to actually get uh, voted down and eventually? Kicked? Oh yeah, because we, we she's really good at Halo, but never would wear a mic for obvious reasons. And like, well, let's see if you can get kicked out. Like, you're a good player, valuable to your team. Let's see if we can get you kicked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I was, I was always startled also by mm-hmm. how much of a fucking mainstream success mm-hmm. Call of Duty Four came. Like, not just gamer mainstream. Mm-hmm. Not no, Wii what Sports I was mainstream, say, Madden but mainstream. Madden, yes, Madden mainstream. Madden That's a good mainstream. way to put it. They are the, the same way we regarded Madden players in the early aughts is how we regarded. It was being referenced, bro game. Mm-hmm. Referenced on network talk shows. Yeah. 
Like you would hear, there's a, there's a story on you can look it up on YouTube with Robin Williams on some talk show. Mm-hmm. I forget which one, but he's talking about his experiences playing Call of Duty and like running into mm-hmm. a, a French player. Is like, can you're, you help me? You're, you're, I remember Will Arnett did the same thing on Conan. Like he's talking. He's so saying Robin Williams stole somebody else's <laughs> bit. That's, well, this dude, that, like somebody's relaying specific game, and it's all very specific to the game. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. It's not because usually, like, someone would say, "I'm playing Mario" mm-hmm. or something, or well, Sonic. Yeah, it, it became that type of thing where someone would say, "Like, oh, you're playing Nintendo." Huh? Yes. Like when we were kids, they would yeah. someone mm-hmm. who would never heard of a video game, they would say, "Like, oh, this guy probably plays Nintendo or something." Now they would say. This guy probably plays Call of Duty. It's probably Dooten. Dooten will never catch on. I'm aware it's of this. It's not. You keep I'm saying this. it. Dooten, 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 pig and elephant DNA just won't splice. It's that song by Loverboy. Yeah, I know that song. Uh, fuck, that was weird. <laughs> Sorry. Part of my brain. Uh, what were we talking about? Call of Duty. Well, I just I wonder if Call of Duty can be stopped, or are we witnessing its end now? Like I, I think, ghosts. <sighs> it's it's one of those games that like there there are games that some people champion like mm-hmm. the, the idea of like this is gonna die, and I'm I'm just waiting for it to be really bad so people stop buying it and it dies, and like I think. There are some people who are like that with GTA. Mm-hmm. I think there are some people who are like that with Assassin's Creed. And I'm increasingly, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm on that bandwagon, but, like, part of me just kind of hopes a little bit. It's like, I hope this is the year it stops being so popular. And mm-hmm. not necessarily because I want it to go away, mm-hmm. but because I kind of want this juggernaut to slow down a little bit. Like, I kind of feel like or, it's, or, it's becoming, like, more spectacular spectacle and less like there's less substance in there if i was ever in that camp and i'm not saying i am it's because i'd like the medium to be represented by something else yeah and that's that's where i'm at so but, oh go ahead i'm sorry tyler just reviewed call of duty for pc gamer and i was having Ghosts. this talk with him yeah Ghosts. sorry F-O-R. i thought he wrote you said it for what you wrote it for pc gamer for pc he reviewed yeah. it for pc gamer yeah Oh, I, never mind. <laughs> I thought Hank was correcting you. No, I said Call, Call of Duty for PC I, Gamer. I read his review. I thought it was very entertaining. I recommend you all go read it. It is Um But I was saying, people are going to buy Call of Duty mm-hmm. no matter what you review it. Yeah. They don't look at the reviews and say, oh, well, I guess I'll buy this game. Yeah. If, if you're going to buy Call of Duty, you know regardless of whatever review scores you see, you're going to buy it. That's yes, why it sold true. fucking it could, a billion dollars 30, since it came out on Tuesday. It could have a 32 on Metacritic, and it would still yes. break all sales records yeah. ever. A, a former games journalologist, that's sort of what I think irritated people, because it, it, it didn't matter what we said. Well, and well, it would just break records. And if just, we said anything that could be construed as negative. It's just like that and, and Grand Theft Auto. Well, yeah. except for with Grand Theft Auto or yeah. Call of Duty, everybody's negative would, about it now. I would say the score doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but if it's just kind of it's a it's an attrition thing. If in this mm-hmm. year if they I would think if uh, someone who's a big Call of Duty fan, they would have a similar reaction Tyler had. But they wouldn't write 1600 words about this. They'd be like this guy sucks now. Yeah. And then if yeah. they if you I mean, just there, say there that two people. years in a row, you just uh, two years in a row of like, yeah, this sucks now. We're like, this isn't as fun. 
Yeah. And then if then I think you'd see a gradual drop off in interest. Yeah, yeah then, but again, that's not necessarily due to the review scores. It's mm-hmm. they. Oh, I played this game two years in a row. I haven't liked it in two years. I'm not going to buy next year's copy. That mm-hmm. they're not going to be like mm, maybe I'll wait for the reviews. People don't fucking do that anymore. Yeah, it's true. But I'm just saying, not for game, not for series like Call of Duty an, or Grand Theft Auto. A negative review could also reflect hate, disliking the same things that people won't, uh, regular consumers won't like either. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I want to make it clear also that like in showing any dislike for Call of Duty, I've mm-hmm. never really had much patience for people who are oh, like, yeah, yeah I, I hate Call of Duty, and, right. and like you, you kind of get the sense it's like it's not disinterest because disinterest wouldn't lead to all this vehemence. Mm-hmm. It's more, I hate this because it's a mega popular thing, mm-hmm. and all these fucking bros are into it, and I want to show how sophisticated I am by not liking yes. it. I have to say that to a ton of people. Who I think say, they're who fine say the kind of things, huh? I'm just, yeah, I said they, I think they're fine. I they're just, unbelievably I'm one of those well-crafted games. Yes. They, you, can, you can be indifferent to that. That's uh-huh. fine. But like, they're if unbelievably you think it's, well-crafted. They're bad the, games. The, but you they don't haven't play, changed. You don't play more than four games a year. Or maybe four shooters. This, this this is the pinnacle of fluffy Yankee war wank. It is the <laughs> most brilliant spectacle you will probably see on a console mm-hmm. this year. It's just that, like, this one with Ghosts especially, mm-hmm. it, it sounds really like it's becoming more and more linear. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's basically, it's it's almost on rails. They pulled a scene straight I, I came out up of with Dark Knight be- I came up with a better term. It's, yeah. a, it's a caulking gun. A caulking gun. Yes, just sliding you down oh. a tube where you can, can't go back into. C-A-U-L-K, not Oh, yes, C-O-C-K. yes. A gun that shoots cocks. <laughs> no, I, I thought no, like caulking Like a gun. gun in the process of no, caulking. a caulking gun. Yeah. I thought you were going to make some Hulk. grand metaphor. Hulk. No. Uh, can I say my, my favorite, the, the yes. good contribution yes, from yes, Call of Duty? Please. I've mentioned this anecdote before, but I still love it. No Russian, that no Russian mission. You go into an airport and you shoot a bunch you of civilians. You just really wanted to kill a bunch of civilians. I, I, I love that it exists. <laughs> I love that level. And I remember the games, I remember people were texting me. It's like, is, I'm hearing about this in the blogs. Is this really happening? It was a big deal in the gaming community. And people, you know, they know we had reviewers on it, so they wanted to... It's the only time like other blogs have like tried to contact me to confirm something exists in a game because it's a big deal. It's we know it, it's ready to be GTA is still controversial. It's a very controversial thing to have that in your game. The news projects it. You go into an airport and shoot civilians. What is phenomenal to me hmm. is that people who love games mm-hmm. like the Elder Scrolls games, mm-hmm. for example, saw this kind of shit and they're like, "You get told to kill a bunch of people." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's part of the game. But when you go into a town and just start fucking stabbing people for no reason, that's totally cool. No, yeah, like it's not being dictated to you by the Dragon Age or Jade Empire. You just slaughter a ton of people for no reason, like it's part of a choice. Yeah, and also I want to say the outcome of that mission is the same whether or not you shoot anybody. Yes, well, part of it. I remember when we first started when. We all first started podcasting eons ago. The, the mainstream media, when bringing up games, would do it to incite controversy, and it would always fucking work. It would always fucking work. Massive, down to like Mass Effect sex but, scenes. But that was uh, Modern Warfare Two. We're talking about yes, Modern Warfare Two. That was the point at which, like, controversy ceased to matter. It's like, look, the yes. game is so fucking successful, and that's nobody what, cares. And that's what I'm talking about. The news, the news definitely did its its newsy diligence and brought it up, showed clips of level. Is this what we want our children playing? And the world responded. My kid plays Call of Duty. Yeah. I don't well, care. World responded, like, yes. Yeah, like I know what this is. And that and the no Russian mainstream media controversy didn't exist for 24 hours because it was labeled a Call of Duty. And since then, have we had another violent mainstream media conversation? Yes. Yeah. Like which one? Mostly GTA 5 with the torture. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure they tried. Mainstream also, media? Um, oh, fuck. 
now I can't even remember which Call of Duty, but that that kind of propagated the trend of every Call of Duty game mm-hmm. has to have a scene like that yeah, where it has to do something the one with the, the little girl and her family and the I'm truck explodes and kills them all. I, I that, still they think have to have that it, in every it, fucking it did, game now. It neutered the mainstream media's tendency to point out controversy over games that involve death. I don't yeah, see it anymore. Well, I think it, it still does it. It's just we notice less because yeah. who cares? So you're saying we grew, and I can't attribute this to I would Call of Duty. Say, I would no, say, I would say everybody who buys video games grew. I yeah. remember there were attempts like last year with like this French game company is making a game where uh, George Washington oh, hangs right. out with a murderer. Right. Yeah, and that was a Fox News story. <laughs> no, and and people- then, then of course there was also the Fox News story about uh, Bulletstorm uh, promotes rape. <laughs> and that was written by a guy who actually tried to pitch some things to Games Radar back in the day. So, yeah, yeah. whatever. Oh, All right. Anyways. Uh, Sorry. That's, um, but I'm done. That, that's, that's our top five. But I wanted to take an opportunity to talk about some of the games that didn't make it in that mm. we did consider. Are we just going to list them off real quick? Well, I'm, I want to talk a little bit about them. Um, that's Brett, a for example. Like, and and it's interesting that there, there was a lot of... Yeah, Mass Effect 2 got mm. brought up a lot. Um Pretty oh, yeah. ridiculous that it's not on here. <laughs> kind of, but like how? Yeah, because you liked it a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, it was a defining that... game. It was. It's probably one of the best games. No, it didn't do. Was it one of the top five defining it games? It didn't of this do generation? much different than Jade Empire. The things I love about it, Jade Empire did as well. And Kotor. And Kotor, and they did a little better. And again, I people upset over the ending were under the illusion that they had more choice than a Bioware game has ever given them, which you have a couple mm-hmm. of little minor choices that you can make that affect the gameplay, but you are still on a course that the writers have given to you. One yes. of the things mm-hmm. that I said to Michael today mm-hmm. about Mass Effect when we were talking about putting it on the list or not, mm-hmm. um, it took aspects that made a lot of other games amazing mm-hmm. and made them even better, Sure, but it didn't really... And it, it was an amazing game. Mm-hmm incredible. Yeah. But it didn't really add anything crazy big and defining if, other if, than being all of these wonderful if, things if packaged. If it did, I, I can't I can't define it right now. So you could be right. It, it is probably one of my favorite games of this generation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you you could probably even argue it's to this generation what Final Fantasy 7 was to the mm. PS1. How like dare it, you? <laughs> How dare I? How dare you, sir? I still haven't finished Final I didn't even Fantasy know what VII. I How dare me? <laughs> um, but like some of us suggested things that I, I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, Brett, when when he asked asked him, he said Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. and I think Street Fighter Four does define the generation to Brett uh, and and people who are into Evo. Like this, this was a huge uh, resurgence in two D mm-hmm. fighting. Without Street Fighter Four, there's no Mortal Kombat. Sure, there's no. Uh, Renewed, I guess, interest in Evo. Uh, Here, here's, but here's why I, I, I think you can make your point <laughs> in a way that doesn't hurt anybody's feelings. Street Fighter kicked off; it, it, re, it was a resurgence of an entire genre mm-hmm. by staying true to itself. Yes, that that doesn't happen a lot. Normally, games when they undergo a reboot, they are no longer they are pale representations of themselves in the former generation. Street Fighter Four is not that. It, it's very much. Rooted in everything yeah. it ever, it always, it's always but been. But it is still a modern game. It, too. it is still, it, but it's still a modern game. But what's good about it is what's always been good about Street Fighter. So yeah. that's I can understand I mean, it not defining the generation. It's an interesting argument. I still think like you know it had it had this brief spurt of mainstream popularity, but it's still like a little bit nichey. Like I'm sure it it very much defines the generation mm. for people in that niche. 
I but don't for me, not agree. so much. I, I would say it started some ripples, but they didn't go out that far. Like, mm-hmm. it would just... It, it went out farther than it had in a long time, especially for a 2D fighter on I top don't, of that. I, I don't agree with that at all, <laughs> because I do think... Why are those characters the... I would call them the second most recognized characters in games. Okay. Uh, uh, franchise in games, outside of, mm. outside of Mario. And Sonic. I'd say Sonic's more. Really? Yeah. 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 Perhaps. I think mm-hmm. you might be too close to this. Dude, <laughs> you show how, my... many, how much Street Fighter have we all played? Not yeah. a whole lot for me, but I can, recognize the character. Can characters. you name every single character? Pretty much. Yeah. But then you show someone but like my parents. then I could name parents. every single character in, in Sonic in 1992. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could name like the new Street Fighter 4 characters. All right. I got to I, I got to introduce you to El Fuerte. I think love it. I think it made a big deal for its stuff and it, it I'm also, agreeing with you guys. I can understand why it's okay, not important okay. in this generation. Mm-hmm. But Arguments it was it, it's an incredible Chris. story and it's it's a tri- it is a triumph um, and it's worthy of some note uh, some something at least something in the footnotes in your stupid Fucking list. That's what 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 we're doing right goddamn now. (laughs) That's the joke I was trying to make. All right, all right. Speaking (laughs) of being too close to things, uh, Anne and I both thought uh, Assassin's Creed Mm 2 deserved consideration, Mm -hmm. at least. It kicked off a major new franchise Mm -hmm. for this generation. Like, it went from reviled to billion do- billions of dollars in the space of a few years. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't say one was reviled. Well, it was, yeah, it got well, great it depends on who you scores at to. the time, but yeah. then looking back... It got back, good to great But scores. then people who didn't like it were like really down on it, down on the reviewers, down on everything. It got some backlash, definitely. But then, but, uh, but then two was the game that kind of took the ideas that one pioneered mm-hmm. and just turned them into this amazing like action RPG basically where you're seeing this this character's entire life and you're getting sort of immersed in all the the politics and intrigue of the renaissance and yeah. there's this cool it's climbing mechanic the and most this... I've ever cared about history yeah yeah and and it and it made those like introduced those little uh database entries like every time you'd come across a landmark or a famous person and like it would tell you about the facts behind them and they were actually interesting to read mm-hmm do we have any more? Because I got to pee. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Skyrim. That was another mm-hmm. one that came up. I can't ever get into that game. Red Dead Redemption. It's awesome. More so than GTA Five, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Four, for that matter. Didn't play. No? You missed yeah, that. it was pretty big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you actually said Minecraft, Henry, which I, I was like, that's really more of a PC thing, although it's but, it's been breaking huge in mm-hmm. consoles recently. Yeah, the, 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 have, you, have you played the iPad one? Yeah, it's remarkably functional. Like way it more is. than I gave it credit for. Like at first glance, but also just had big crossover appeal too. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's it wasn't much of a console game for a while. No. So that Although I, I, did, I played on the 360 one probably a lot more than I played it on PC. Mm-hmm. Angry well, Turks. Nah. <laughs> that's really more defining of phones. Yeah, that's not a console. Like if you if you want to say uh, iPhone defining games, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I don't want to bring up any more <laughs> on that list. I no. don't think no. I don't think it uh, really defined consoles at all. Mm. But I, I will say one thing that is weird about Minecraft mm-hmm. is how popular it is with kids. Yeah. Like, it's bizarre, right? Speaking of mainstream successes, like mm-hmm. I was in Target today. Like they have at an end cap like just devoted to Minecraft toys, like foam pickaxes mm-hmm. and uh, toy creepers and shit like and that. And Steve? 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 Isn't Steve like a, an urban legend or something? That's why there's a question mark next ah, to his name when they sell him. Huh. Ah, all right. And I said it. I that's, said it like Ron Burgundy. That's kind of creepy. Um, 
But yeah, it's, it feels like everybody that I know who has kids old enough to play games, their kids play yeah. Minecraft. It's Brett's anecdote, but I've watched it happen. He uh, somebody okay. he was wearing a Mega Man shirt, and somebody pointed at Mega Man and said, "The kid, a kid," and said, "Minecraft," because that's how he knows Mega Man. So how hard did Brett punch him? I don't. But I, uh, I hope he's in league with me on this. Like, this kid knows who Mega Man is, but he's Minecraft. But eight bit. Is how it, either eight bit or all of the recreations he's seen in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. He's still aware of Mega Man. That's cool. I don't care where he's seen him. Maybe he'll see him in a game someday and play and be interested through Minecraft. Good for Minecraft. Maybe he'll be Mega like, Man. "This is nothing like Minecraft." Um, I hate Mega Man. Stop it! I'm, I'm really getting hurt. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh, all right. All right. Well, we're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about the new generation mm-hmm. and uh, some other stuff, so stay tuned. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction at Betcher Science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done and you make a neat plan For the people who are still alive Hey listeners, what up? It's me, the raccoon what lives under Chris's porch, yo yo! Okay, well, I'm sorry, I don't have time for much of an elaborate song and dance this week because these assholes spent so fucking much time talking about the defining games for their favorite consoles. I don't even know what that means. The last time I played Call of Duty, Chris came into the room and told me it was Team Fortress 2 and that I was shooting my own team members. I can't tell. I'm colorblind. I'm a raccoon. You people need to tell me these things. Anyway, I'm here as always to tell you to support Game Apocalypse. And there are a number of ways that you can support the show. You can just Listen to it, download, subscribe on iTunes, leave reviews so Apple knows that we're awesome. And, and, you know, five-star reviews especially so everybody else can see how awesome we are. Go to store.lasertimepodcast.com and buy a terrifying skull t-shirt. Ooh, I know, so scary. Uh, Stop mailing them to me. You can buy stuff through the Amazon links on lasertimepodcast.com. You can tell a friend. That's free. Leave us comments on the articles, post on the forums, answer the question of the week. That's always exciting for you people, right? Right? I I don't know. What's an internet? I'm a raccoon. Let the host know what you think of the show. Follow him on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. And if you're feeling super generous, why not consider donating a couple bucks through the donate button? Just make sure to say that it's for Video Game Apocalypse. Or do I do I really need to tell you what'll happen? All right, it's, it gets stuffed into Chris's mattress. I pull it out. I bury it in my warren. It gets covered in fish grease. It's super gross. And then I give it to the hosts. And they're like, Ew, I don't want this. And then they blame you for the fish grease. That's our little secret. You're not going to tell. Anyway, that's my spiel. Back to our show. It's so delicious and moist. Look at these girls talking when they're science Welcome back, everybody, to the second segment of Apocalypse 41. As you all know, we begin our second segment with a traditional sing-along. So won't you join us, please, for the national anthem of Game Apocalypse, the new releases. Ugh. These are the new releases. They are releasing new releases. These are the new releases. Everybody <laughs> It's the Anne Flat Tire. Oh, God. <laughs> 
I, it, it punctuates the song so well, though. It's the worst. <laughs> no, you're the best. It's, it's like more. it's worst. like a laugh and like a yodeling song. I can't or laugh more. It's People necessary. hate my laugh. Who hates no. your laugh? In general, it's a terrible what? laugh. No, especially that. That laugh is the worst. No, that's um, the best. I'm gonna kill people. Don't do that. I'm gonna. You gotta anyway. go to prison. <laughs> XCOM new new expansion pack came out. Enemy Within. Mm. I was playing that for at Gamer. That's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. If you're a fan of XCOM, and if you're not, this is the perfect time to jump in because it comes with the original game. And all the the previous DLC. Yeah, but uh, it, it adds uh, a bunch of enhancements for your troops. It adds mech suits. It adds gene mods, which actually change the way the game plays. It adds a bunch of new missions, which are hard as balls. It adds an enemy terrorist faction that you can fight against that, that are, like, pro-alien and have all of your tactics and weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh but anyway, yeah, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I still have not played XCOM. You really, no, you really yeah, should. It's really Enemy yeah. Within. Yeah. I have it's it. So I have fun. It. It's so much it. fucking fun. And Enemy Within really adds a lot. And it works on console. Like console controls are kind of the right way to well, play it's, it. Really, it's, it's more that like um, I think if I'm not mistaken, I have it on Steam, and that it's not. It doesn't require a very powerful computer to play. And I have a decent laptop for work. And I'm thinking if I, my boss is telling me just play it on the plane. Play XCOM, you can play on the plane. You can play it on an iPad. It's great. Can you really? It's so good. Hmm. It got an iPad release yet. Yeah, it's a really good version. No, I know, I know what I'm missing out on, and I feel terrible about it, but you should. here we are. You should feel terrible. Here we are. You should also feel terrible if you're not getting a PS4, because that's where most of the new releases are coming from this week. Flower, bitch. Flower. 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 Cannot wait to play yeah. Flower again. Can't wait to play Flower. a several-year-old game. If you want. I'm really looking forward to Contrast. Is that is that yeah. launch? Yeah. Mm. yeah. How about her. Resogun? Both Didn't of those are free that... for PlayStation Plus. Is oh. it really? Yeah. yeah. If you have PlayStation Plus, you get both of those free. Uh-huh. Wow, that is like the best selling point I've heard. And I know it's Hell ridiculous, yeah. but well, they make contrast the free one sort of because they lost Drive Club. Like Drive Club was supposed to be a launch game and a free download, but uh, so now it's just contrast. Also, uh, to get off the PS4 bus for a second, who knew there was, who knew there was a Ratchet? Who knew there was a Ratchet and Clank game coming out this week? What? Not I. I did PS3. because for Games Radar, I did an article about games people aren't going to notice. This month. <laughs> yeah, into the Aww. Nexus, nobody's going to notice this. Yeah. What's the Ratchet? So I figured and Clank we should game? throw it a sh- give it a shout out. It's uh, it's Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus. It's the finale of the future subseries. Mm. It is developed by Insomniac, and it's a thirty dollars game. So I oh. have seen. Absolutely nothing yeah, for this, I know, but Me it's either. it's a return to form for them. It's not you know they had that free for all, uh, and they had this, the um, tower defense game. Mm. Uh, this is back to a regular Ratchet and Clank. Wow, why did I not huh. know anything about this? Yeah, because it comes out the same week as the PS4, and what which one is Sony going to spend marketing? When was this announced? On? I don't know. I don't even remember. I never saw E3? it. E3. It might have been announced at E3, and no one noticed that. I think it was announced when it started showing up on these uh, releasing soon lists. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't they make the, just make that a PS4 release? Nobody would notice. It's more difficult. Than well, PS3. then it would conflict with Knack. Yeah, that's that's the thing. If mm. you are into, if if you're like buying this for the exclusives. Mm-hmm. You may be disappointed because there are only two real notable like AAA exclusives launching with the system. 4K Flower. Hmm? 4K Flower. 4K, no. Killzone Shadowfall mm-hmm. uh, and Knack. And Killzone Shadowfall, I like what I've played so far. 
It's very pretty. I like that it kind of uh, gives you more open environments in which to ply your trade of uh, covert killing. It's, it feels a little more like, a, say, like a Crisis 2 or 3 than mm-hmm. it does a straightforward Call of Duty-esque kill zone. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so that's at least something to look forward to. Knack, on the other hand, looks meh. It, what I've played is pretty meh. It's it's a very straightforward kind of Crash Bandicoot platformer. Well, not even platformer. It's more like imagine like a, a more cartoony God of War. Uh, yeah, that's what I I never equated with God of War, even though it is like so similar to it until uh, TGS this year when, uh, if I may name drop Jeremy Parrish, he uh, he was saying like, yeah, it's just fucking God of War, but for kids. I was like, oh yeah. wow, really? And with is. with particle effects, that seems to be yeah. like this is underlining that particle effects are like the big thing we can do this generation it's like well that's great but particle effects from a consumer standpoint aren't really that exciting like do something exciting with them i'd pretty well particle effects remember particle effects the game well that's fantavision showed off similar type of things on it every game wants to be compared to (laughs) fantavision i don't know maybe you know who knows what the full game will be like but it's uh man i looked at it and thought wonderful 101 just all those little knacks combining to make one <laughs> big one yeah boy nobody played that not even me well, i played it i should probably play it did uh, you play pikmin yeah you play that okay yeah, well, you haven't played pikmin first i haven't played through pikmin but i played some Pikmin. you gotta play pikmin 3 before you play wonderful 101 I have oh to wow find okay. batteries for my wii remote so i can beat a boss in that game <laughs> Uh, let's see. Also out this week for PS4, a mm-hmm. bunch of things that have come out for PS3. Uh, Injustice, mm-hmm. Gods Among Us, might be worthwhile. The like, ultimate Edition? It's the Ultimate Edition. Oh, okay, yes, good. Yeah. So all the, the, you don't have to worry about, like, I have to buy all the DLC again? The Wonderbook stuff. Nice. God, what happened to Wonderbook? <laughs> oh, man. It's still around, apparently. <laughs> There's that one video somebody at GameSpot made that's just wonderful. It's nothing but careless Is whisper. Is it Wonderbookful? It's someone, let's say, uh, how can I this delicately, masturbating the wand. I don't think that's putting it delicately. Oh, no? I I thought it was clinical. And then uh, white eruption coming from it to the tune of Careless Whisper (laughs) for about 50 seconds. That's great. Yeah, the the release list is like a litany of of indie, kind of smaller PS4 or PS3, PS Vita games Mm -hmm. like... Uh, dive kick, mm-hmm. uh, sound Great. shapes. Great. Warframe um, was a PC game, free to play. It's mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah, and it's coming out for PS4, so that's kind of cool. As far War, War Thunder, War War by <laughs> it really is War Thunder. World of Warplanes yeah. also there. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Warframe was trying to DC Universe Online. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which well, free to play, free to play, and you can sure. carry over your your account. I think you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playing the same oh. servers as PS3, maybe? Lego Marvel Super Heroes? That was good, right? I, for some yeah. reason, am thoroughly now compelled to play that. Don't know why. <laughs> it looks all right. Assassin's Creed 4? I'm pretty excited about that. That's I, where I I'm going to play it. I'm actually wondering if I'll, that's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> Get a PS4. And, but I did that with the Wii U. Why do I own... <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep buying Assassin's Creed in the platform? Buy a new I'm, system. I'm buy system. I have all my achievements on. Yeah. What? I am I'm not allowed to talk about Assassin's Creed anymore. No. I pissed, I pissed off way too many people. If you want to hear what I have to say about all Assassin's right, Creed, right. listen to the episode. Oh, no. so the the PS4 listen to two version? episodes ago. The PS4 
PS4 version. <laughs> Doesn't that, it comes with an extra sixty minutes of stuff there. So does the PS4 right? version. Oh, so it's any Sony yeah. and the PC version. Uh-huh. So just not yeah. 360, huh? Or just not Microsoft. Oh. Just Microsoft, nobody likes you. Mm. Apparently not you. Nope. You're also losing your Minecraft <laughs> exclusive exclusivity because that's showing up on PS4. Is it really? Yes. Indeed. So that's that remember be being exciting. announced at the GDC? What? Yeah. What's happening? What are you yeah. Yeah. Right, I mean, it, it got Gamescom. announced at GDC? At Gamescom, I meant oh. to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, GDC sounds a little weird, but... Uh, yeah, that's really... The size of it. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any other notable launch? Oh, Resogun. Yeah, Resogun. Okay. We mentioned that. Though. Oh, that you're looks right. interesting. Did, yeah. What Sorry. What is that exactly? I haven't seen it. Uh, it's uh, you know, shmup. Mm-hmm. A uh, vertical. That's vertical, right? No, horizontal. Horizontal yeah. shmup uh, from the makers of Super Stardust HD. So, uh, yeah, we've had it at Games Radar. We did a stream of it last week, and it uh, was looking really good. Very pretty. Like just the kind of. Duh, you know, day one, nice looking thing you want to download to to play after you have a couple hours of Kill Zone or whatever, or Blacklight Retribution, which is also coming out. Oh, well, that's, has it ever out? been on or PS4? Mm. Wow, that game's great. Wasn't that for 360? Mm, I I don't know. I played it on PC long, long ago. Mm. Mm. Zombie Studios. So yeah. Also, yeah. Call of Duty, which is out now mm-hmm. for PS4 and Xbox One. Like you can go to Target and buy them, which is crazy. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, the the, the, the PS4 well, yeah, on, and the, Xbox One versions of Call of Duty can, Ghosts can, are out now. You can you buy them and do it. Like now is in Thursday well, when just, we're recording this. Yeah. Wow, really? Just like you can buy all the equipment. You yeah. can buy an eye and you can buy I, mean, there, I just the I, I went and bought Killzone Shadowfall today at GameStop. Really? It's yeah, it's been on the shelf for like never, a, yeah. over a week. I'm surprised so for me when I when the no, GameCube I'm, came out a week before the GameCube came out, I bought Tony Hawk 3 just to have a GameCube game. Really? Like, I have just not used oh, this practice yeah. at all. A lot of people sell it early because, like, they get it in and I guess they get permission from the, no the, the publisher. The, yeah, they get permission from the publisher, no, I, and what? You can't do anything. I'm sure to them, it, it's like, even to a publisher that's better than a pre-order. Yeah, yeah. You, you bought the whole game. While people without the are to play itching it. to to buy this yeah. thing, to buy anything. Yeah, it's just like I just want to have this. Mm-hmm. I want to guarantee it ahead of launch. That's I don't brilliant. have to worry about buying it separately. That's, I had no idea this was happening. Wow. <laughs> I, seriously, I'm not, yeah. I'm not in a loop on much. But that actually leads us into something I wanted to talk about in news, Ooh. which is Call of Duty Ghosts. This kind of surprised me. that like The big news story that's been circulating uh. is that it's running in 1080p on PS4, mm-hmm. but 720 on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So I was I was down to get the Xbox One version, and mm-hmm. normally I don't give a shit mm-hmm. what resolution something is, whatever. It's it's the game that I care about. But in the case of Call of Duty, like I'm buying this purely for the spectacle, yeah, and just to have something You're to getting to the next gen version, yeah. Like I want to have if I'm getting it for the spectacle, I want to have the best spectacle possible. But then somebody else was telling me that, like, oh, well, if you look at the reviews for the PS4 version, mm-hmm. like, they, they complain that the frame rate dips. So maybe the, wow. the Xbox One has a more consistent frame rate all the way through, well, and that's why it's 720. It'd be easier to patch frame rate drops than a full-on resolution, hmm. if I had to give you any advice. That's true. Um, right. And and I, will, I, I saw that story circulate a lot, too. Man, yes, I'm interested. Want to buy a new console really bad. It is not... If you don't plan on that being the 
only system you play. If you don't care about the same things you care about, you want mm-hmm. the spectacle. Yeah. I think Xbox One will eventually... There was probably just some problem getting it out in that resolution. I, I just don't want people to think that Xbox One can't do 1080p resolution. Of course it can. Of course it can. Yeah, of course. I th- I, what, just not the, in this case, which is weird. One of the news stories, I, I, I mean, maybe this is just me interpreting it that I thought was cool, speaking of resolution, was that PS4 will not allow you to share videos you take on YouTube. Because a problem we had been having, like I, like back back when we wanted to show DMC the PC version, mm-hmm. is that it runs at sixty frames a second at 1080p, and YouTube can't show that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, it's a bitrate thing. Yeah, yeah. It, that, and, that's what happened when we uh, at Games Radar mm-hmm. we had a video to, comparing the PS3 and PS4 graphics, mm-hmm. and you could tell kind of st- uh, what was yeah, different, yeah. but there were people complaining in the comments like. Well, this is looks, it, lo- I, it looks the same to me. It was because yeah. just the that's, bit rate. That's an excellent yeah. point. When you see those side by side comparisons, if you're looking at them outside of YouTube, on, if you were looking at it in Vimeo or even like, say, Games Radar's standard player, it's YouTube. Okay, then IGN yeah. standard player. I tried. I tried, Hank. But uh, you could you can definitely see the difference. Yeah. Well, what what I keep telling myself because it's unless you're looking at them directly side by side, it is kind of hard to tell the difference between current or next gen and current gen. Uh, but I keep telling myself, like, the pinnacle of what a PS3 or 360 can do now mm-hmm. is the baseline of what an a PS4 and Xbox One can do. True. So, Very like, true. They, they have nowhere to go but up. Very true. Like, we're going to see an improvement. I mean, yeah. if, you look at, if you look at Gun or uh, even King Kong on 360, it's like, eh, these kind of look pretty similar to the PS2 versions. I think I just think it's a rational concern for someone who wanted to get an Xbox One and saw the Call of Duty news story to say, well, now my faith is shaking the Xbox One. Unless you yeah. think a Call of Duty is going to be your game, for, I wouldn't worry about that at all. Mm. It, it'll get there. Well, but I, I do understand. Yeah, like, if I'm buying this thing, like, shouldn't it at the baseline be able to do what the last one I, did? I mean, Sony deserves credit for being able to do that literally out of the box. Mm-hmm. But uh, I... Why would the Xbox One wouldn't have a reason to exist if it couldn't do that? It just couldn't do this with this game that was probably led, developed on a 360, yeah, or a PS3. That's that's so it it'll yeah it'll get there. Most that will be an issue with most games. Hmm. Just saying. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see I, in a couple weeks Henry, whether how, are, what else that's true for. Are you seeing a lot of fanboy rage? Uh, around both. Uh, I'm not seeing as much. Yeah, it feels like. I will say. Uh, I feel like I'm not seeing any. But no, yeah. if you if you mention anything that says one is better than the other or mm-hmm. is different from the other, mm-hmm. on uh, on the site, on Facebook, on Twitter, like anger everywhere really? from both sides. Well, just... what I what I find the way that that always develops is like you point out some difference. And somebody in the comments is like, yeah, fuck you, people who like other system. Look at this difference. Your, your system is clearly terrible. Mm. And then somebody else reacts defensively to that. And then it just can, just spirals out of control. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, and then, then on top of that, then you have in the PC elitist who will come in and be like, I'm not buying either of these systems. Yeah, like, I got a PC, stupid. Why did you click on this fucking story, you asshole? <laughs> to say that. To, so they could say that in the comments and let you know. Yeah, they could say that anywhere. It's the internet. Yeah, I know. The only people who comment are people who have way but too I, much time I just, on their hands. I, I guess I just can't comprehend like scouring through. It's like, here's something I have no interest in. I'm going to wade into the comments and let weird. everybody know how disinterested I am. It's like every time I see an article about Duck Dynasty, I'm like... 
I'm not clicking on that. Like, <laughs> I, I, like, I have no intention. Like, no, you have to go in show. and tell people, like, you like a yeah, bad like, show. Why would, why would I go in there and I'm tell people that I I'm watching Downton Abbey. That's a good show. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I definitely had that time in the past. I, I That would never occur to me to do at this point. <laughs> when was the last time... I'm wrapped up in this. No, I like guys, Breaking Bad. You guys like Duck Dynasty. You guys suck. When was the last time you guys went onto an article to mm. leave a comment? I recently, my friend posted this long. That wasn't a friend of yours. Well, it just I was just an article you read, and you're like, I am going to leave a comment. I outraged. Never. Yeah. It's <laughs> years. Never. Uh, it doesn't mean I don't like to chime in on conversations. I do it on on Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah, but that's where. That's where conversations well, happen. Conversations can't happen in comments. You and I are in a different situation. We're like, you can't. We can't go on every site as us and like. Yeah, that's true. Start talking about shit. I can talk to you about games in a certain amount of places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, even somebody like me or Henry, we have to be a little bit careful. Like, we can't just lose our cool. Mm-hmm. If something looks like somebody's trying to pick a fight, it might be better to avoid it entirely. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm because the, on the, the repercussions <laughs> uh, on our jobs could be severe. <laughs> well, yeah, we are pussies. Well, no, it's know. also like, um, I don't know if you saw, Patrick Klepek had a pretty good TEDx talk about this type of thing, how... Ted he, X is that like the extreme version of the, a TED talk? It's uh, the lesser Ted. It's wow. just you're not as cool. <laughs> what a misleading name. Uh, but but uh, he had this talk. Just the, this is just so it's easier for you to find in Google. Just Patrick Klubik's Ted X talk. But it was about the uh, venom on the internet and all this stuff and how he admitted like he had a Twitter thing where some guy tried to get his goat about something on Giant Bomb and then he replied, "Die in a fire." And he's like. How do I expect the level of conversation on this stuff <laughs> to improve level of if I say to this guy who tried to piss me off mm-hmm. with dying a fire? <laughs> then so he's saying like the responsibility does come to you a little too, and if you wanted to improve, my you've fa- got to be part. My of favorite, that. I do have a retort to shit like that. Good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good one, dude. No, that would have been perfectly fine. Good yeah. one, and yeah, love saying that. Sorry, I had to take my belt off. I'm when afraid. somebody on the uh, <laughs> on a recent Cape Crisis wrote in, "Hey, Brett should host every episode." What? And that, when I wish Brett would host every episode, and then I replied, "Thanks." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that. saying that hurtful. I'm a human thing. being. I yeah. saw that. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you can feel human again. Are no, we human no. beings though? I feel like it's. Are we not? Men? Are, are we human when, or are, are we, we dancer? dancer? <laughs> I preferred Chris's Devo reference. That, he was going for. <laughs> oh wow! I, I, either one, either one, elitist it. Devo fan coming in and saying, "I don't play on consoles. I listen to Devo." Either query makes a great a great question of the week. Are we not men? Are we not men? Answer the forums. We are Devo. <laughs> Perfect. I only need one answer. I feel like the second we step onto these podcasts, we can't have feelings to hurt anymore. Uh, I. It's not that I have. I just I hate. Really mad people, and sometimes it, it, it <laughs> makes so me so mad. I'm so mad at really mad people. I, it's it is weird though. Like I, I I work for Capcom, and people, you're free. To, it's there for you to express your opinion. Be mad if you're mad. Uh, but then, like to not think you're talking to a human being, you do have to chime in. Like, yeah, I got you. Hey, I'm a people. That's, yeah, I'm a people. I'm a people. Too. You're not just. You're not just. I had a childhood. You're not I protesting. Was a baby a, once. You're not protesting in front of a building. I can actually talk to you. You don't have to talk to me like that. It makes me even more mad when it happens on laser time. 
It's like, you know how hard every, every part of this was? <laughs> how much, Do you know how much how we get paid? Yeah, None nothing, monies. Nothing. Oh. And it doesn't happen that often, but when it does. Nah, let people, let people say what they want to say. Mm. Uh, no. We listen no. sometimes. Censoring. I'm censoring everything that You're censoring it has all. my name and the F word Aww. inside of it. No, I, fucking Chris. No. <laughs> Fuck Chris. Fucking <laughs> Anywho, uh, um, other stuff that happened this week. Oh yeah, um, Blockbuster. Uh, Internet killed the video store. Yeah, d- thank you for that. <laughs> it's a New York Times headline. Yeah. I, 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 like that's Beautiful. why they get paid the big bucks. That was yeah. great. So Dish Network owns Blockbuster, and it, yeah, I that thought was it closed down years ago. Announced that uh, yeah, there's still 300 stores. Yeah. Believe stores. that or not, not there won't be here. for yeah. There uh, by mid December, I think they're going to close all the stores. They're closing down the mail order service. Basically everything except uh, the on-demand digital blockbuster service and the cable blockbuster at home thing. Mm. Didn't but know it that may was still going either. May as well just be a dead fr- like mm. uh, it doesn't work as a as a viable like trademark or brand anymore because mm-hmm. it's just it's so dated. You just think of like this doesn't seem sexy or cool. Mm-hmm. I I I I could talk for a long time about this, but you I work there, right? You should just read. I on Games Radar, I wrote about oh. a twelve hundred word thing about really being a remembering being a gamer at yeah. Blockbuster and also being a, a, an employee there. Though I also I wondered how deep I could go into it because I. I feel like they could, like if if Blockbuster if it became a if it became the most popular article on the internet mm-hmm. then Blockbuster could be like hey you signed an agreement that said you couldn't oh, talk wow. about this stuff <laughs> like so no, I that stayed was, pretty vague that was but, uh, another interesting story some guy some genius mm-hmm. pre-ordered his PS4 at Blockbuster uh, did you read about that mm-hmm. that sounded like Jay Leno. Do you hear about this? Do you hear about this? this? I have no joke. One dude. One dude. And then and then Blockbuster's like, eh, we're going to go out of business and not do that. And, okay, can I have my money back? No, but we can offer you store credit. That's unacceptable. <laughs> you can't offer you that. store credit at a dead store. Oh, you're giving me $500 in store credit at a place that's going to exclusively sell previously viewed DVDs and VHSs? <laughs> Are you mad? And so he... It was, it was a cute... He's suing, right? No, he... he He's like, and that's what they said, and he had no recourse, so he protested in front of the store for half an hour, and they gave him his money back. <laughs> I think I read it on Kotaku. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. The shortest, uh, the shortest protest ever. He stood there. He, he got there before anybody showed up to work. With the time they like unlocked the key and got inside, made a phone call. He was given his money back. But I was, I was there when Netflix Jeez. was obviously about to kill it. And I worked at they Suncoast. didn't want to admit it. I worked at Suncoast, and we put Netflix flyers behind every DVD because they paid us to. Ah. Because Suncoast thought, you don't have a chance. Yeah. You don't have a chance, and we'll take your money. Suncoast hasn't existed in almost a decade. (laughs) I've never thought about that before, but yeah, Netflix paid us to put inserts behind every DVD, like go to Netflix, rent this from here, and Suncoast willingly did it to their competition. (laughs) At least uh, Blockbuster just underestimated it. They didn't take money from Netflix. What what Blockbuster did that was special, they they would rent consoles. Yeah, they did. Like full consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't don't know how you'll have that experience now. Yeah, that's, that's like the main thing that they they offered like mm-hmm. if you don't have the money for a PS4 you can rent and one it, for a weekend. It wasn't ex- it wasn't terribly expensive. It would be like ten dollars. I think you had to pay like a security deposit. You did. You had to put yeah. down a deposit. Yes, but you get your money back. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it makes me super sad. I, this year I am definitely instituting it because we'll never be able to do it again. 
keep this in mind, VGA uh, listeners. I want, we're all going back home for Christmas break. Please take a picture of your former blockbusters because all the ones <laughs> in my hometown went away, but they're all very clearly former blockbusters. <laughs> yeah. Like that you can still see the, the B to the R, but it's like mattresses. <laughs> or, <laughs> or they, cha- they changed that very familiar awning to pink. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, or or they all still have the. It was one place had the ticket sign, <laughs> just with like a law firm, like uh, <laughs> on top of it. It looked hilarious. The one near my parents' house mm-hmm. still has the blockbusters lettering up. It's been closed for four years. Yeah, like that space has not been rented. It's I, just an empty blockbuster. I never loved or hated that place, but it was very mm. constant in my life. The, the last time I went to a blockbuster was several years ago, and I left it feeling very, very sad <laughs> because, like, <laughs> we, so we went in inside. and they're like, "Oh, we're like the place was like empty. Some of the shelves were bare. They were gonna close soon. They're like, oh, we're having a special. Uh, you pay five bucks to get a bag of microwave popcorn. You'll get like two big bags of candy. You'll get like." Fountain sodas. We have a soda fountain here, and it's just like, oh my god, they're, they're just bending over backwards. Like, please spend money here. We'll give you so much free stuff. They did like the ninety-nine cent two-day rentals for literally every movie in the store. Oh, me and, and my roommates. T- went nuts by the time for that I didn't shit. care, they had the guaranteed to be there guarantee. Yeah. How did that work? Um, How could you possibly guarantee the movie is going to be there? Well, basically. They just bought 400 copies of, like, two movies a month. It was not every film. But it was, say, Crash. And they guaranteed Crash would be there. And if they were... If in the rare cases they were all sold out, you just got a free rental put on your account. Which cost them nothing. But uh, Christopher from The Sopranos, I loved one of his lines from... I think the episode D-Girl where he... My, I think Michael's my only Sopranos fan here. I've Christopher goes off to to write movies in Hollywood. And yeah, it's called it. fucking D Girl. It's like I love movies. I even love blockbusters. That candy and popcorn, that carpet and popcorn smell. There is a smell to a blockbuster yeah, that does I'm smell a, like a movie I, theater. I came to hate Kinda, that yeah. smell. And, I'm and, sure that's deliberate. I know, but like. I will fucking miss that smell. Would you care for some $6 gobstoppers? And no! Yet, yes. And yet you can still go to a movie theater and <laughs> yeah. smell it there. I suppose. Isn't that weird that the more archaic movie theaters still survive and yet Blockbuster goes under? There's it's like a, a weird middle the movie technology. Movie theaters offer a, uh, an experience involved in watching the film, whereas Blockbuster hmm. did not. And That's true. And could not. It involved the experience of finding out that the new release you wanted is out. I, I, this is a vague How? proposal for question of the week, but we already I already a have a question. Okay, great. Sorry, but like, is there another way other than GameFly to rent games? Then is it just mom and pop places? Not that I'm aware of. I think yeah. most people just buy games now anyway. How crazy is it to think that there was a time of like, well, this can't rent this movie. It's mm-hmm. gone. Like, I guess I can't see this movie. <laughs> wow. I have this no is a point Tyler bought up. I, I'm stealing this from Tyler. Wow. <laughs> no recourse. What was the Onion article? Like, man nostalgic for the days when he could drive to a video store, find out that the title he wanted to rent was out, and drive back home empty-handed? <laughs> God, that happened so much. <laughs> yep. yeah. I guess I can't see it. Holy mm. shit. Guess that's, I'm gonna watch Geely again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's guaranteed to be there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Every time. Oh, is it's probably still so there. It's my go-to. Lurking I've never seen beneath that movie. the shelves in the darkness. I've never seen Geely. All right, moving on. Uh, 
We're coming to the close of our show, so let's go through the community segment. Mm-hmm. Um, last week's question of the week, mm-hmm. if you remember, was, are you picking up Call of Duty Ghosts this year, and if so, for which platforms? And if not, feel free to vent and say why. Mm-hmm. Um, our first answer comes from Stabby Joe, mm-hmm. who now has a Troy McLure avatar, I think. Hi! Um, yep, it's hard to tell. <laughs> I might be wrong. Uh, says, I will not... Be picking up ghosts because I am not a screaming foul mouth spoiled thirteen year old. <laughs> Obvious jab out of the way in all seriousness, the campaign never wowed me and I'm not interested in the multiplayer component. So I would not be getting the most out of a game in the series I never really enjoyed, especially when there are other games worth my time and money I have yet to play, like Black Flag. I have to concede when your does point that come there out? at the end. Black Flag, it's out now. Ah! Well, well but it's out for PS4. What am I playing Ghosts? And, and yet, I, I heard my war so many more times in Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and yet, you know, the, the mm. lyrics, uh, you're one of them, you say that you're my friend, but you're one of them, fit Black Flag, the, the, the oh, game, God. so well. I was wondering what you were talking about for a yeah, second. No, no the song, it. My War, that plays fucking constantly in GTA Five. I only did notice that I walk around now when I get really frustrated with things. I just start screaming the lyrics to Phil Collins, I don't care anymore, and that's because of Grand Theft Auto. Wow, okay. I don't care anymore. Cape Crisis was late a week. I don't <laughs> wow. We've got like a, an avalanche brewing of recycled cans here. Uh, BVT says, I'm still playing Halo 4 to this day. I don't need another shooter in my life. And judging from the fact that I played Black Ops 2 for all of 90 minutes, it's becoming clear to me that Call of Duty is getting old. It looks fun, just not $60 worth of fun. If I find it for half that this Black Friday, I might consider picking it up. Might. Might. Ooh, you see Blood Dragons on sale on PC right now. Woo! Not when you listen to this shit. What? Let's see Not here. when Who's this guy? Umotion says, Just like the previous three CODs, I'll Gamefly the PS4 version. Oh, you did that with the previous three ones? You did that? <laughs> that was my reaction, too. <laughs> spending, my high, uh, spending my hard-earned duck, ba- duck bucks on BF4. Edit. Did anyone see they literally copied the scene out of Modern Warfare 2? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we, we uh, noticed. In Ghosts and, and Dark Knight hmm. Rises. Yeah. When they ripped the plane oh. in half. Yeah. Okay. And the bad guys just... Phew, also, one of the you only lead, made my job easier. One of the lead characters is called Hesh. Like, Hesh is one of the main characters. Hesh will bite this. Hesh will bite that. In Ghosts? Yeah, Ghosts. Hesh. Mm-hmm. There's Keegan and Logan. And Hesh. He's Hesh the other brother. Oh. I never um, heard them calling him, so he, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Feral Yoshi says, I will not be picking up Ghost this year. I fell for the hype uh, last year with Black Ops 2. And while I'd, I had an interesting story, uh, I did not care for the multiplayer. And the zombie mode proved to be frust- more frustrating than fun. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Ghost to make me interested in purchasing it. I've heard Extinction is actually pretty fun. Man, hold, can I at least look for someone who's actually getting the game? Sure. Uh, a bus full of nuns also says, no COD for me. Um, Apparently we don't have a lot of COD fans. And it says, Does that by, surprise by you? the way, the whole gun porn culture that surrounds COD is fucking annoying. Jeez, um, I'm a live OMG. I'm not going to play Ghost. Triskitable. Oh, I found one. No. There's no, there's no feel... Uh, Field of Vision slider. Interesting. Retro Mess says, I think I may pick up COD Ghost this year. <laughs> I haven't played a COD since Modern Warfare 2. Never paid any attention to the ones between then and now. 
But I don't know. I'm feeling the itch again this year. I think it's just the next-gen shine. Mm. If there's a nice deal on Black Friday or something similar, I'll probably pick it up on my PS4. Uh, uh, Griff says, uh, I will be rent." He answers two of my questions. I will be renting ghosts from... Anybody? Gamefly? No. Blockbuster? No. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Clockduster? Uh, I will be renting ghosts from Redbox. Forgot all oh, about Redbox. Oh, shit. They do do get The other thing we killed Blockbuster. That. You followed that up by saying, and playing the campaign once. <laughs> yeah. That's all that it's good for. One, once, you'll have a fine time. Darth Ender X says, no, it's quite toasty. He says, uh, oh, I shall be getting it for the PS4, uh, and I will have you know. Uh, but honestly, I, I view COD games as sports games. Interesting. Esports games, I think they totally count. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have small changes, but enough to make... This is a good analogy that I should shut up about. Sports don't need to change every year and are still fun. Uh, small changes, but enough to make me buy a new edition every two or three years and Ghost Falls in that time for me. Well, sports games also don't have a new story every year that you can play through. Except the story of uh, Tim Tebow. Fascinating. Dad would drive him to practice every every day at 4 a.m. at the ice rink. Uh, I don't what? know who I'm talking about. Or what, <laughs> he what? used to play for the Broncos, and now I don't care about him anymore. I just, uh, he's a sports person. He invented person. T-bowing, uh, posing on one knee. I'm Chris Panflute. I've played. I don't, uh, I don't that's Cooper. Panflute? Cooper helpfully contributes... COD ghosts. Really? <laughs> really? Come on now. Really? As if. Really? Don't go there. Really? Did I say, really? Did I say that on that show? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. I got to piss. Uh, <clears throat> Super Giraffe says, I'm a dude. I don't have opinions on Call of Duty, but I figured I'd clarify. Mm. I think there was some Did confusion. we call Super Giraffe a girl? I think I, think I just said uh, his or her answer. Something like that. Because, oh. you know, it's good not to assume. But thank you for clarifying. Man. Henry would be proud. <laughs> for sen- Call of Duty ghosts for sensitive men. You know, don't make assumptions, guys. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta well, go, brother. So, yeah. Train okay. to catch, all that stuff. New question of the week. What one game, and I'm restricting this to one because I want you to get a taste of how difficult this it's is. It's really hard. What one game would you swap out with something else in our top five. Ooh, that's great. What do you feel is the most defining game of the of this generation that we didn't mention? Not the best or most important. Yeah, remember. And it, yeah, and, and it can be like what defined it for you personally. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take the uh, holistic view of the industry like we do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, remember, it's not like, I think this is the best game. Uh, I like this the best. It's what defined it. Like mm-hmm. in 10 years, when you look back on this generation, what are you going to remember? Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums, weighing in there. The first person to weigh in gets read on the show first. Uh, or go to the article, uh, go to videogameapocalypse.com, go to the article for episode 41, and weigh in in the comments there. So that's pretty much our show. Let's get some plugs out of the way before we adjourn. You can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. You can follow me at Wikiparas. Somebody else go. Well, I'm Henry Gilbert. I write for GamesRadar.com, and that's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. So keep following me, boys. I'm also on Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast on the Laser Time Network. I'm at BDR Ann Lewis on Twitter, and I write for the UBblog.com. We write about all Ubisoft stuff because I work for Ubisoft. 
Um, I'm trying to think of what we're putting up next week, and I honestly have no idea because I'm going to be in New York for most of the oh. week. So I guess a uh, blog about how good Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark is. No, because I'm you I'm definitely totally not that. going to see that. I'm going to be there for three days, Antista. It's like it's like the show. But is pretty like much three the, hours, the day this comes out through the launch of the PS4, I will be in New York. Mm. So um, yeah, I have no idea what's going to go up next week. It'll be fun. Um, Am I, am I plugging now? Yes. Cantista on Twitter, as always, listen to Laser Time. I don't want to plug Laser Time. Not even that Michael is on talking about sequels <laughs> you've never heard of, and not that the next episode might involve why you're fat. Um, <laughs> but I've been I, wondering why I'm fat. I've so. been, it, it, <laughs> I can't plug it anymore, but next week. Um, but I really, what I really want to plug is I've been so self-involved, I have forgot to mention in public the albums that Brett... Elston, our buddy Elston, has been working on uh, for Mega Man through Capcom oh. for four months. Has been putting this together, and like I seen it on the internet, and he's like, ah, "Capcom, your fans are like, no." Brett did all of this organization and work, and talked to Japan, made the artwork happen, got these bands together to make two albums. Um, there's uh, MM25 Mega Man Rocks, which is like fantastic music from like Mega Ran. Uh, who do we got here? Uh, Arm Cannon, Proto Men, including. Not going to tell you how to do your show, Michael. You like the Proto Men? Yeah, everybody likes the Proto Men. They do a 2013 redo of the Will of One song, which is one of my favorite songs from their first album. Nice, but a much a, a much more modernly produced version of that song. Really love it. And uh, Forever Lasting Peace, 25 Years of Mega Man, an album from OC Remix in conjunction with OC Remix, featuring remixes of all the first Mega Man games. In Mega Man series, and that means Mega Man, Mega Man X, uh, Battle Network, uh, Legends, wow. Star Force, St- uh, Zero Star Force, like, but only only the first editions of those games. So not throughout the series. And I have a feeling most of us have at least touched one of these games in every Mega Man series. And there, and I just embarrassingly just started listening to it despite having access for months. And they're fantastic. They're really really good. Well, that's that's pretty. And you can I find them like on it, iTunes and, and Amazon. I feel like you should also tease the episodes of uh, Retro Knots that you've yes, been on recently. Which, on, like, I listened to again. We, we mentioned this last week, but I listened to the uh, Retro Knots pocket that had you and Brett on talking about Friday the Thirteenth and Jaws, Jaws yeah. for the NES, mm-hmm. and it was it was a really fun listen. Like, I I actually learned things that I didn't know, and it's it's just mm-hmm. kind of cool to like hear people revisit. All these it, it is, when I think I'm good at remembering retro stuff, I don't compare mm-hmm. to the guys at Retronauts. No. Uh, None of us do. Uh, Bob Mackey, Ray Barnhold, uh, Jeremy Parrish, who wasn't on the show, but like just really, really good information. I love those guys. I love that they record down the road. <laughs> I, I can always be an emergency stand-in. Aww. I hope Bob knows that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yes, Bob's, Bob's on. Make um, it clear. Make it clear. Now. Bob and Ray are coming up on an episode of Laser Time. So. Ah, awesome. Mm-hmm. I think I might have been on that, too. Or maybe that's one that you already put out. I might have cut you out. What? Uh-huh. I wasn't that boring. Come no, it's just, it's just long periods of silence while you, while you talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nice background music, though. Oh, that's sad. All right. Well, that's our show, everybody. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.
Top cat. He's the resident top cat. We don't know the lyrics. Top. The most effectual cat. 